All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 149. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas. And joining me tonight from the East Coast is Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? It's going. It's going good. (laughs) All right, so Trees, when this episode comes out, it will be March 17th, which as you know is... What? St. Paddy's Day. Oh, St. Paddy's Day. I like it. I like the crack you did too. Yeah, you like that? I am pouring myself... Right, Right on it. A Guinness and coffee. Oh, nitro cold brew coffee. Yes, I found them and around am, us. And I am drinking one as we speak. I've already drank a quarter of one while we've been talking here. I, I, I understand and respect that. This I think I found my new. Um, I think I found my new little sort of addiction for a little bit. Yeah, and I told Julie I was like, it looked incredible, and it does. I'm it looking smells. right now. I've got like an Smell old school stout glass. Here, I'll, I'll send you a picture. I should just get my webcam working. Yeah. But That's all right. Send me a picture. You should um, you give that a nice sniff. That's, oh, it's, it smells so delicious. Oh, God. It's like the perfect mix mm. of like cafe and everything. Yeah, I don't think you can see the cascading head as well, but I will send you the picture anyway. <laughs> I want to see it. Uh, cascading but, uh, head or not. That's right. You see the kind of like pink fluorescent glory that is when I do a show, but it smells incredible and I'm going to give it a go here. I'm going to give this a taste. Oh, it looks fantastic. I think they're delicious. Mm. It's a good coffee mm. taste to it. And if all goes well, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a little bit of energy from this coffee like you did last week. And it's going to oh, make for a more lively show. Oh, that looks good. That's a good pint glass too. Yes, yes. So... That's the. Uh, I'm using. I'm using the pint glasses I got for free, for uh, uh, buying like Lucy's, and I got oh, all yes, these Lucy weird like pint glasses that I don't know what they go to. That's what I'm using. Actually, I need a nice official Guinness one for these. So yeah, someone gave Julie like because she's big into stouts. Someone gave her mm-hmm. like a stout glass. That's what this is for. This is like a pint glass made for like mm-hmm. Irish stouts, and. Um, I love using it, and we're always very precious with it, right? Because we don't want it to break. Um, but because uh, I still have that um, Zombie Cast Gaming History 101 stout glass I got with Sean Freeman like a decade ago. Um, okay, might have been more than a decade ago now. Shit, but but yeah, and um, and on the trip home, it got a small crack in it, like a hairline crack. And so I've never put anything in it because I'm worried that oh. it'll break. So it just sits there, like on the man, uh, like in the in the liquor area. Or sorry, the the beer glass area, the liquor glass area. And it's just everyone knows to look but don't touch. So. Mm. Anyway, it is what it is. Okay. So we're on 149, man. It is St. Patty's Day when this comes out. We're doing it well in advance of that, but mm-hmm. and uh, next episode's gonna be 150. I don't know if we're gonna do anything for it. We probably should, probably. but I don't. I have no. We idea. probably should. Yeah. Probably not. Probably should. <laughs> we'll figure but, something out. That's right. So you know, you went from from you know pouring this beer, mm-hmm. and I'm waiting to hear you didn't say how it was. Oh, it is fantastic. 
oh, okay. You know, you built that up and did not, uh, you, you left us hanging. Well, I you think I said something, it. like, because it tasted incredible. I think I said something, but you might have been talking I as well. I'm going to talk yeah, over maybe. you. But, um, but it is incredible. It tastes every bit as good as I thought it would. And stouts and coffee go well, like, in general. But there's something about how Guinness did this. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's thick, like a Guinness. You know, you could have said something. I realized something, Fred. Uh, I'm having moments lately where I'm blanking on shit. So you could have said something, and I could have just been reading something just now and totally, like, turned my brain off. Oh, that's fair. I mean, I gotta listen now. I gotta listen back when when the joke comes out. I have to listen and go, "Oh fuck, you did say something." And uh, where was I? I was out in the ether. Now you're gonna make me listen when I'm editing it. (laughs) My brain was not connected. Oh, it's all good, man. Oh, many would argue that half of, if not more than half of, what comes out of my mouth is not worth listening to in the first place. So, my wife definitely (laughs) feels that way. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, not in a bad way, but just so. Well, uh, what's been um, actually? What's it's been your going on? it's your week to start it off. Is it my week? It is your week. I started See what off I'm talking last about? week. Yeah. God damn it, man. <laughs> um, but how's your week been, man? It's been good, actually. It's been fine. I have no complaints. Good. Um. So. Um, <clears throat> Big, um, big, uh, what would you say, um, developments in the, in the, in the whatnot Funko saga. Okay. All right. I'm all in. Okay. So I applied to be a seller, right? My buddy sent me the thing, the referral. I went through it and, uh, they put me on a waiting list, Fred. So Not you good. were, so so okay. So when you this to you me. so when you apply, it's not like eBay, right? You have okay. to apply to be a seller, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to fill out an application. And mm-hmm. my problem was, I was thinking like a middle-aged uh, guy being honest, and not an eighteen-year-old dude that just wants to sell shit. Because an eighteen-year-old dude that wants to sell shit. Would just put down he's the CEO of his own company and he owns five trucks and two warehouses and doesn't give a fuck. Whereas me, I was like honest and I just filled out accordingly. And you know, they asked, they want to see pictures of your inventory, you know. So I took some pictures of all my Funkos and uh, then they want to know about all your socials, as many Mm. socials, because they want you also. Almost like you're 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 you know you're working for them basically, so they right. want to know that you can advertise too. You got and that so, <laughs> and the way they word it is like, where do you sell? Right, there really is no option for I've never done this before, <laughs> and I want to do it. It's right. Do you own? Do you sell here, there, or do you have a brick and mortar store? That's mm-hmm. who they're looking for. So I went, fuck. I said, okay, none of those. And then I should have put eBay. I mean, I have a long eBay history, just not from selling shit. Right. I have sold stuff, right? But not Funko stuff. And in my brain, I'm going, well, I don't have any Funko history. So I kind of left that out. And then even my Twitter, I'm like, I could have put my Twitter on. I have like 300 followers. 
they don't know what, what I do, you know? Oh, yeah. But I was being honest. So I was like, no, okay, no, none of that. Oh, fuck you every time. Yeah. And then they put down, and then it was like you fill out a little thing, like you can add some extra stuff. And I just kind of wrote like, you know, hey, you know, I've been collecting. I have these things. Um, I'm interested in selling these and becoming a reseller of these things. And, uh, you know, I didn't put down my, my eBay because of this reason. You know, I'm more been buying, you know, more of a, a buyer, not a seller over the years, but whatever. Right? Didn't even occur to me to say I've been a successful podcaster. There you go. With, with thou- right? thousands, like they don't need to know that it's stretched out over time. I think it's right? safe to say you've probably crossed I've been a million of downloads people. among every That's right. you've ever done That's what in I'm saying. the history of time. That's what I'm saying. So, like, that's how, that's how a, a young entrepreneur would answer some questions. Hell yeah! I didn't answer any of that. I didn't even mention that podcast. So dumb. So then, someone does write you back. Like, it's not like an automated thing. Okay, that's good. They, like they talk, they, and they said, "Hey, you know, the Funko market is crowded right now for sellers on here." So uh, we will keep you in mind, and, and uh, we'll put you on a wait list. Damn. Which is like the death knell. Now the problem is, I rather have just got denied, right? Because uh-huh. if you get denied, you can reapply in like three months okay. or something like that. There's like a grace period, then you can just keep reapplying. Uh-huh. I'm on a wait list, so because right away I went, "Fuck! I wish I could redo that," you know? Yeah, and I, I do know. Unfortunately, and, and so now, now I'm sitting here. Sitting on these fucking hot Funkos with nothing to do with them. And I do not, I do not want to sell them one at a time on eBay. I am not going that painful fucking route. Uh, Yeah, Um, I'll talk about it this week, but I am exhausted with eBay right now. Yeah. The good thing is, you know, I have um, a loving wife who, who really does not care. Like me collecting some Funko Pops is the least. Oh, so if you're holding on to the inventory, you're okay for now. Yeah, she was laughing at me today, matter of fact, because I had one sit. I had some sitting upstairs, and she's just like, "So, uh, when are we gonna start making some money with these Funkos?" And she sort of laughed because she knew I I was defeated by my application, and I was too honest. I That's said, "You're rubbing off right on me." So I I'm said, not getting either. On-. I'm being dead I said, serious. I said to her, "I go, you're rubbing off on me." I was too honest on my stupid application. I should have lied through my teeth. How do they know? They don't know. And she's like, "Yep." She goes, "Bites me every time." I go, "I know." So, I remember you know, I, so I have these, I have these Funkos, but you know, um, and then, well, so no, I was real quick, so, I just remember when oh, I yeah. talked to my sister about an application I turned in for a job, uh, which is irrelevant nowadays, but, um, and I remember my sister, her one comments, my sister, who's like 11 years younger than me, she was like, oh, you were so fucking honest on this application. Oh mm-hmm. my God. She goes, Pain- I don't think any person, honest. and it's funny because like, that's like I'm part of a committee at work now where mm-hmm. our sole job is to bullshit detect. So they like they come to us and they're like, so we had an interview with an employee with an applicant and they sound perfect, but we wanted you to listen to the interview like they record the interview and they're like, we want you to listen to this and kind of let us know what you think. And I'm like, oh, this person is lying to you. They are lying mm. through their teeth. I can so tell. And that's not common. I want to make it clear. 
It's not mm-hmm. common, but when they do, it is very obvious. <laughs> but anyway. Nice. <laughs> well, I was talking to a dude at work, right? Uh, who, right? He's a good good kid. Mm-hmm. But he's he, he's out of his mind, right? <laughs> this is a different kid. This ain't the Funko guy. This guy, put it this way, he's a flea market dude. Oh, okay. He spends his okay. weekends yeah. at a flea market. You got to be a certain breed to be that. that I love the he, flea market. I am yes. that breed. He is. He is a, a like a retro game slash VHS yes. seller. You know what I'm saying? He oh, has American so, flag bandana. Okay, I have to ask mind. you this question. So does that so when you say that, like not only does yes. he know it, is he enthusiastic about it or is no. everything about the the money? <laughs> no, I think he's he's really into the games too, because he gets them for himself. Mm-hmm. So he he makes more trades, I think, getting stuff for himself. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh and then he yeah, he collects VHS, but he just has a flea market. So he, he's a bit of a reseller too. He just gets stuff. Sure. He's always going to places called like, you know, like games for gold, you know, stuff yep. with names yep. like that. <laughs> Those little fucking places. He's like, hey, you ever go to uh, this place? I'm like, no, no, I haven't. And I won't. <laughs> um, anyways, but he's that breed. He's that energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, he's wearing he's wearing work boots with with shorts and a, and a American flag bandana. You know what I'm saying? He's. <laughs> He's, I do. He's a certain. He's a character. You know, he's a mohawk once in a while, and I love it. And so we're always shooting shit. And he told me that he was on whatnot. And I go, how the fuck does this dude get on whatnot? Because then he's telling me he did it a few times, but his phone, the technology, because he always has old shit. He's the dude that's like, um, has a PS3 yeah, like all his now. Out of, yeah. You know, he just bought that's it his last Blu-ray week. Player. And he can't figure out how why it won't go on the internet, and it's so slow. And you're like, dude, just get a new fucking thing, you know. And it's not because it's retro, right? He right. Just, no, no, no. It's he, just because he's, he's cheap. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's like, yeah, I had my, I tried doing that whatnot a few times. My phone was set up, but then like my grandmother would call, and uh, shut the whole thing down. I'm like, what is going on? Why is this dude getting approved? I love it. And I can't get approved. So I went to work and I found him. I'm like, dude. Uh, how do you get approved selling VHS tapes with your grandmother crashing your phone? And I, I got a system. I'm like ready to rock and roll. And he goes, oh, dude. He goes, yeah, I was on a waiting list for like three, three and a half months. And he goes, and that was back when whatnot was fairly new. And he's like, so just hang in there. Just wait. And he, they get back to you. He goes, because they, you know, they purge, they purge sellers and then they bring in new people. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, I started to get all this inside dirt. Yeah, right, this and I went, "What do you mean they purge?" He goes, "Well, yeah." He goes, "They monitor like you're selling and shit, and you know, because you know they you make money obviously off of you." Yeah, they and so and and I and I guess apparently, obviously, I guess with the way it's structured, it's a lot of work, end, right? Like, there's a lot of things in motion uh, sure. to keep that thing running. And um and not bots, right? I guess there's a lot of people always, you know, behind the scenes with that whatnot, like hands on, like with customer service type shit, right? Because stuff goes wrong all the time, you know. Um, that makes sense. But he's yeah. going, but he's just going, yeah. He goes, uh, so hang in there. You you know you 
you'll get through eventually, you know. You just wait, keep an eye out. And uh, I was like, oh, man. And then he goes, yeah, the other dude, Mike in here. Another guy that's like out of his mind. He goes, yeah, he he's just got approved. He sells comic books and he's crushing it. I was like, mm. how did he get approved? He goes, well, he's not doing Funko Pops. He goes, and I wasn't doing Funko Pops. I was doing like retro games back when no one was doing them. He goes, so you mm. might have to wait. They got Funko Pops like crazy. And he goes, and again, he goes, every once, every like few months or whatever, they purge sellers. And I was like, that's fucking nuts. Yo, know, I'm just that assuming like hustle. once you get approved, yeah. you're in there. And it's no. like, no, he goes, it's it's kind of a community. He says like, you're kind of part of their community. And he says uh, like, and then he goes like this. And he goes, because when I had my meeting w- with them, I was like, what's this now? <laughs> you thought. Like, what do you mean a meeting goes, yeah, yeah, you have, like, a Zoom meeting with a representative. And I go, what the fuck? (laughs) This is more involved than I thought. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you were getting a job, Trees. Basically, he goes, yeah, you get, it's like a representative, and then there'll be, like, you know, 30 or 40 sellers that they approved all in this one Zoom meeting. Hmm. And he goes, and they go over, like, the guidelines and what they expect and all this stuff. And he goes, and then there's like a thing you're supposed to like read, you know, like you're going for your driver's license. And he, once in a while, he'll call on a few people and ask them like questions to see if you know like tax stuff. Dude, I start sweating just listening to him. I'm like, oh my God, this is like, he goes, no, no. He goes, he goes, it's easy. Like it's easy questions. Oh, like you don't okay. even need to. Yeah, I'm like, I guess, dude. You'll excuse dude, me if I don't feel the same. <laughs> said, me, I said, he goes, oh yeah, I had a, uh, this little can. And uh, I could click it under the table. And so, like, I just kept clicking through the whole meeting and people, when people were trying to answer, I'm like, good for you, buddy. This guy gets approved. <laughs> this guy gets approved. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, and, my God. and are you surprised? How can uh, you be no, surprised? But that's, that's my point. Like, I should have glided through that application, right, without yeah, a wing and a prayer. But instead, I was, like, trying to be responsible, like, you know what? I'm gonna be. You know, no, no. Yeah, how's that working out for you? As my father once told me, uh, never do today what you can put off till tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not me sending you those texts. Nope, nope. So mobile. <laughs> it's my mobile hotspot turning okay. off. Wondering why my phone's been draining all fucking day. <laughs> now I know. My son was playing a switch in the car earlier, so it's been on fucking all uh, all afternoon, okay. I guess. Um. But yeah, you know, instead of being honest, I should have just been that description. I'd, I I would have been like, you know, podcast million strong, slinging these Funkos, you know? <laughs> right. Should be like, I got you know? this whole thing. Got on. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's what I should have wrote, you know? <laughs> Apply to you. I'm reducing myself to selling your site. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and then he's like, and he's like, and then he's like, and then the big sellers the ones that are doing real good they'll give you like whatnot merchandise of like course um, they will because they want you on your other socials to always have like a whatnot logo there you go and i'm like he's like you know he goes i remember one dude i was talking that he like he had like a projection screen behind him and uh like a presentation screen that he pulled down and had big whatnot logos on it like they gave it to him i'm just like this is involved right <laughs> But now that they told me I couldn't do it, now I'm like... Now you have to. 
I'm like, you motherfucking show them. Oh my God. <laughs> Brutal. Matter of fact, Fred, yes. um, since we're doing our Funko talk, right? We got a Funko minute yes, going on. Are. I have my I have my Funko pop with me today that I want to show you. Okay. This one's this one's for you. Looking forward to it. Being a comic book fella. I, I saw this is a comic book one. I saw this at um at <clears throat> Walgreens. It's a Walgreens exclusive, Fred. I love, I it. love Walgreens. Who's going in a, a old person's pharmacy to buy, buy Funkos? I am. Hey, man. I, am. I go to Walgreens. That's my fucking pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> so coming coming to you straight from next to the foot powder is, <laughs> look at this. Oh, my Jubilee. God. It's, How, no, it's not just Jubilee. That is 90s X-Men TV show Jubilee. Is that? that is incredible. But look at the the glasses on it. Oh yeah, I love her. I love. Yeah, her. And so I saw this and I was like, "This is amazing." My the wife Wal- and I look at just. That sticker. I know the wall. It's, which one? The Walgreens exclusive sticker. Yeah, the Walgreens is crazy. It's the stupid. I love. It's my favorite. I That's told my wife. W I said, logo. "This is yeah." I said, "I don't give a shit about Comic Con stickers and Funko." Diamond stickers. I go. This is the best sticker. Oh yeah. Any, if I see a Walgreens sticker, I'm on it. <laughs> so my wife and I had just started rewatching on Disney Plus that '90s X-Men show. We're already on season two. Yeah. We're we're so tearing through, right? Well, I don't know if that's what it's from. It sure looks like it, though. It looks like it. Here, here's <clears> a, so you can see what she looks like. Well, and I think the reason those are coming out, I don't know if that's new, but I bet it is. Um, There's is, a bunch of X-Men out now. Yeah, there, this is one set. There's a bunch of other ones too. I got. There I got were, a magic. They're, they're starting up the um, that X Men. They're they're doing a new season of X Men, like a season six or something, which is the old '90s Fox cartoon redone. Okay, but they're continuing the series, right? So like the new season mm-hmm. will not be. It'll be a continuation. It's like when Family Guy went off the air and then came back. Like right. So yes. I think that's why they're pushing it because all okay. those Funkos in that back area you showed me that are like part of her series look like yes. that as well. And yeah, recently I was listening to an old ass Retronauts and like Jeremy Parrish is kind of like a uh, comic book fan and he started talking mad shit on the X-Men 90s cartoon and like a small fucking child, I got defensive. Like I was ready to like... Like, I was talking back to the radio. I was like... Oh, was he... Oh. Oh, he thought it was shit. He was like, that 90s Fox cartoon was shit, trash, like, not good. It was poorly written, poorly animated. Crank it out for the stupid young kids of the 90s. And I was like... Oh, oh, right? Like, I forget... (laughs) What movie is that? There's a movie where they bring an ape... I think it's uh, the Kentucky Fried movie, but they bring an ape out on on to the TV, and the television like host starts talking shit on the ape, and the ape freaks out and starts beating the shit out of him. I don't remember. And like it was the same thing. Like he, I thought they were. I I don't know why. Right. This totally proves how in like those retro communities, you can think you're on the same page with someone, but you're completely mm-hmm. not. Um, That's funny. I thought he was going to endorse it, but he was like, no, nah, that's like trash. Who would want to watch that ever again and this and that? And I was right. just like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. And I rewatched it and I was like, 
I don't know. This still, like, it's, they can't do all the nuances of Chris Claremont, who is, like, he was the one who did kind of, like, the modern X-Men stuff. Like, he did, he brought Wolverine and Storm and all them into, Mm -hmm. like, X-Men. And and when you say modern, it it makes people laugh. I think it was late 70s. (laughs) But, like... Or, like, early 80s. But, like, he was the one who really started it, right? And he wrote Mm -hmm. The New Mutants, and he did the Dark Phoenix saga and killed off all the X-Men and then brought them back, sent them to the Mm -hmm. Savage Land. And so they're trying to recapture all that stuff, and they do pretty good for having to adhere to, like, 90s broadcast standards for Mm -hmm. kids. Um, But, yeah, I I still think those are incredibly good. So when I go... To to Walgreens, yeah. so I went to a Walgreens the other day because I'm like I, I want to because I've been in there for for other reasons, right? The right. actual pickup like fucking medicine, scripts and foot right? powders and stuff. Some yeah, something right and uh, something for my ass. Who knows? <laughs> all types of shit at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I looked and uh, they had like three pops, right? And they were like. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness that no okay. one wants. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, that felt and then flat. on the ball, and then I went to another one. Like a few days later, I passed one because now I'm like, what are in these fucking Walgreens? You know? <laughs> and those didn't have a Walgreens sticker on them. So I'm like, those are just random pops. You know, I said, I want right. a Walgreens They're just reselling. Sticker. Them, yeah. So then I went to a different one when I was on one of my little casino benches. And there was one there, there. And they had, um, a few X-Men ones with stickers. I, I picked one up. One was called like Long Shot. You mm-hmm. might know. I don't yeah. know. I have no idea. It looked like I'm he familiar had uh, with Yoko. Long Shot. I'm not a big X-Men person. I'm sure Chase yeah. is listening though, and he is. The uh, the pop looks like he has an egg yolk on his face, on his eye. I think it's supposed to be like shining, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. gold star or I something. I know what he looks, looks like. Yeah. It, it literally looks like an egg yolk. <laughs> the, the pop. I thought it was hilarious. It had a little Walgreens stick, and I was like, I'll get this. I want to pick this up. And again, I scanned them to make sure that. If they're worth like anything over twenty bucks, gonna, I'll be like, cool. I'm gonna go you know on I mean? a limb and say long shot was not one of those. He was? Really? You what yeah, it's weird which ones are like, you know, huh. that rate, you know. Yeah. Um and then there was a Jubilee, but the box is all fucked up. And I was like, Oh, that one's cool looking. Like the Jubilee one actually is like fun, you know. Sure. And I was like, ah, fuck it. And then uh, today, or no, yesterday, I actually went to a Walmart. I was grabbing a Red Bull or something. And uh, yeah, they had a bunch of the Jubilees. They had a whole shelf. This was a nice Walgreens. <laughs> and they had a whole shelf <laughs> packed. Like packed, we had to dig through them. So they had some a bunch of X-Men, a bunch of different. So I bought Magic, right, with a K. Like- Oh, <clears throat> like yes. her name's Magic. She has like blonde hair. She has like a soul. Oh no, she's Colossus's sister. She has an incredible. Sorry, I'm gonna nerd out for like thirty seconds. Okay, she is because I'm gonna talk about Magic as well in in one of my games I played. But like, she is Colossus's sister. She has okay. been to hell and back. She has literally been a minion of a demon of hell. She has okay. the ability to open a portal to okay. limbo. She has yes. this dope ass sword, this uh, incredible yes. gauntlet, and she has a little stuffed animal dragon that she calls Lockheed 
that she's able to bring to life and he becomes this big dope ass dragon. She was pretty crazy. She was one of the new mutants. And actually she is played by none other than Anya Taylor joy in the new mutants movie. Um, magic is an incredible character. Well, I have her pop. Where is it? Hold on. I'm going to show you. Yeah, now I want to see it. Now I'm going to show you. Hold on. Because I I was way more into magic than long shot. I'll be honest. So. I always mix up long shot and Shatterstar anyway. It's tough to see her because she's in a little plastic thing, but she does have a sword. She does not have a little dragon in there, though, Fred. They might make Lockheed his own character. He was his own Marvel card, so. Oh, yeah. There she is. She has, like, the sword. Yep. She's got her little, um, it kind of looks anime, but, like, the little black um, things coming out of her hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she's in a set of two. I like her. Bishop. Oh, okay. They had Bishop. And, again, the most important thing, Fred, right there. That Walmart exclusive. I like that version of magic they did. I I like that look of her. I'm going to get you buying a pop, but it's going to (laughs) happen. Like everybody says, like, yeah, they all have the dead-eyed black eyes. I know. <laughs> but I love she's it. got little eyelashes. I like it. Um, and, and yeah, like, I'm not above buying Funko Pops by any stretch of the imagination. I own a dozen mm-hmm. of them. So, like, you know, I – but all mine are – mine are very specific, right? I got the Resident Evil ones, and then I've got a bunch of Freddy Krueger and Friday the 13th Jason Voorhees ones. But I do have those NES Pops, and I still mm-hmm. covet those – the most. And then as a bad joke in my house, I've got that blue Ezio one that was like a GameStop exclusive. Trees, mm-hmm. you're probably so pissed I don't have like the box anymore because it had the little sticker that said GS exclusive. Oh. Um, I threw that away long ago, but it's the the Ezio and he's all blue, right? Like when you're mm-hmm. in when you're in invisible mode in Assassin's Creed. And so right. I hide him in very obvious places throughout my office. And I'm like, oh, he's hiding. <laughs> you don't see him. He's <laughs> going deep. I going move deep. him like every couple of days. Well, Nobody's in this but me, but yeah. According to the Funko app and the other app, they're, they're around 22 bucks. Each one oh, of those. Oh, okay. Is, so you you're know, talking like about um, Longshot and um, Magic? In Jubilee. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. So I think I think um magic and Jubilee that lines up perfectly. In fact, I almost think magic needs to be worth more. Um long shot on the other hand, I think he's I think he's punching above his weight class. I think you need to sling that guy way quicker. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> they're all ended up in that landfill. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the Funko news, but all my friends have been sending them to me all week with glee. Oh, really? Have you seen? They're pulling an Atari ET. They're dumping 30 mil. Oh, I saw this. 30, 30 million. I'm just now seeing this, yeah. Um, Overstock, you know. And my buddies is like laughing at me, right? They're like, you chose to do that. And they're going, I go, no. I was losing money for sure because they miscalculated like like Disney Infinity. You know what I mean? They right. miscalculated the popularity of their shit. Um, you know. By the way, I need to apologize. When you listen back to this, you suddenly cut mm-hmm. out. And that is not your okay. fault. That is because oh. I clicked on a stupid fucking website 
that talked about the Funko landfill, and then all of a sudden a bunch of ads popped up and it overtook, it overrode the audio (laughs) settings of the web browser. So sorry about (laughs) that. (laughs) It's okay. But But I did um, hear everything you said, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, I'm just like, look, whether you like it or not, at this point, the business of Funko is mostly collectors, right? And then the random like, oh, that's cute person right that picks it up for their desk or something i'd say it's a lot like the retro gaming market right like you're either into it or you're not and mm, some people are in it just for the business some people are into it just for the collecting right and then there's a lot of people who are a mix but you can't just pump out endless everything right you gotta rein it in (laughs) once in a while and and i think we can both agree that there is not one property that funko doesn't make a thing for and you look at some of these and go, why would you make that? No one. No one cares yeah. about that character in a movie. And no one cares about having it as a toy. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know. Um, but there, once you get into that, like, Funko mode, I'm sorry. I'm going to mm-hmm. call you out a little bit here because I think you fall into this to a certain extent. I don't think you're mm-hmm. – like, it's not time to have a, you know, a sit down, right? It, yes. But, but once you get deep into that, I think what happens is you find excuses to buy any property. That's true. <laughs> but I'm not there yet because there's no, some that I see and I go boring. At least the ones I buy, mm-hmm. I personally find them cool. So That's what I'm going to back. You sound passionate about everything you go for. I will say this. Yeah. Uh, um. I'm entertaining to the, the 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 listener base, if nothing else, with all my rabbit holes I go down. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I I fix- I like listening to it because <laughs> with, you know whether it's fixing Game Boys or NFTs or fucking. <laughs> Well, and I'm not going to lie, like, if this, you know, if it suddenly pans out for you, you know I'm right behind you. I'm just just letting you be the canary in the coal mine. I'll let you you know by winter when they approve me to fucking sell one of these pieces of shit toys I bought. Um, You know, but that's why I said, I said, let them dump them in a landfill. Because collectors are so weird. Uh, no one wanted these things until they're in a landfill. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, oh. It's a good point, too, right? Like, whatever mm-hmm. didn't make the landfill, yeah, everyone's yeah, going to go like, for it. Yeah. And then they introduced the cutest things I've ever seen this week. Okay. Uh, the 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 Biddy. You seen those? Biddy. B-I-D-D-Y? No, B-I-T-T-Y. Bitty. Bitty Pops. Oh, Bitty Pop Funko. Okay. Oh. It's pretty genius, actually. So So explain this. They're fucking little. Okay. Let me this will explain it right here. I'm gonna Oh, I'm looking at them. I'm looking at them. And I feel like I've seen these before. Like I feel like my daughter's got some from a while ago. No, they just came out. So there might be some other It might be some other company that has little bitty. Right, there's all these little things to. you collect. Yeah, and this would right? have been like years little, ago. So this would have been yeah, a company no. who tried it and failed. So there's a picture of them, right? Um, I see. They come in packs of four, right? Okay. And the way they do the the way they do the packaging, Fred, is rough. The first <laughs> three you. you can see in a window. In the fourth one, you can't see. Oh, and the fourth so one can be a can be a chase. Yep. 
So now you're gonna have people ripping these fucking things open. You know. Fight you know, but they are pretty dope looking. They're they just are. like really small because they're not different looking. They, they don't look different like the sodas. Right. Right. They don't like they look like like Funko Pop boxes that were shrunk shrunk down. They're they they're the um I'm sure your daughter must have gotten in these like my daughter, but the mini they call them mini brands or is that what they were called? The little chatskis you collect, but they're all brands of like food and household things, but they're little. Have you seen those? I'm looking right now. Oh yes. So my daughter never really got. Wait, you know what? My daughter got into a different version of these. God, what were they called? Sweetkins or whatever. Was it Sweetkins? The the ones with little faces on them, right? Yes, they were. They were a bunch of little brand things. And then what? Sweetkins. Sweetkins, I think. Okay. That sounds roughly right. That sounds like a bunch of old men trying to remember. I know. You know, seven years ago when, yeah. Um, But what my daughter got into right after these was those LOL dolls. And those are in Mm. a similar thing. Have you ever heard of these? Mm -hmm. Hopefully your daughter just aged out of these, but like. Yeah, she's aged out of all toys. Okay. So LOL dolls were kind of big like four years ago. And they were the same things. They were, you bought them and they came in these little circular things. And you'd open them up and you'd get one. And like my daughter started throwing into normal conversational nomenclature statements that shouldn't come out of her mouth, like ultra rare and stuff like that. And I was yes. like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, here's those, um, here's those bitty pop packaging. See how they do it dirty like that? Oh, yeah, I do. With the fourth window closed so you can't so tell. clever. Yeah, yeah, clever. I think those are going to be a hit. Anytime it's like hidden, it's going to be a hit. You know it. Um, so fucked up. No. Um, so that was that. That's my uh, Funko Pop journey this week. I got a. Uh, it's been a hell of a ride. Below. I get, it, it's on a. It's, it's on a. It's a little bit of a hiatus until uh, you know. I wish you luck though in Thank everything you. you do. Thank you. And I'm waiting. You know. Eventually, you'll be the one laughing. Right. Remember when everyone talked you down on those NFTs? Now who's laughing? Really? Was that? Was that? A, was that, was that taste? Was, I. You know, I had a few hits on those. Actually, right? we will really admit, did. like I people. Some, people don't realize you know, like your profit margin percentages are actually quite impressive. It's not bad. Like, no kid. No kidding aside. Like, yeah. like I'm dead serious. Yeah, so. I do all right sometimes. Um, and then, um, let's see. I thought there was something else I was going to talk about. And then I think it's, I think it, I blanked. I just blanked. Um, hmm. yeah, I'm you trying to be good with my time. opening segments yeah. <laughs> so I don't go too long anymore and talk about 100 things. Oh, uh, you don't you have know. to worry about that. We could use that. <laughs> um, but... Um, there was something, but now I'm I am blanking on it. I'm well, so let's totally let's blank. make the deal but we always can... make to each other. Like I'll start talking, yes, yes and, and if, if it I comes to it. you, we will circle back. Oh shit! Here we go. That's it. There it was it hit me. See, uh, Wish dot com. Fred, oh god, has a has a competitor. Oh, okay. That's not where I thought we were going with this. 
go on. There's someone coming on the scene that's being a little bit more competent. All right. Okay. Um, it's called Timu, Temu, T E M U. And I may or may not have ordered company. a hacked 3DS ROM cart with like 300 games on it. Oh, that is like oddly specific to what I'm going to be talking about this week. And um, <laughs> I'm just letting people know. Holy that shit. Temu's out a there. busy website. <laughs> it is blowing up. Wow. People are uh, moving the Temu because I guess, um, one, see, it, it's, a, it's a hit or miss, right? Which is funny because of how fucking bananas it is. Right. I'll give so you this is trying to rein in the bananas a little bit. It is. Because it wants to be a little bit more competent, I guess. And I guess the sh- it's still a Chinese, I think it's still a Chinese distributor. Oh, I right? mean, with these So prices, it's the same. Yeah, sh- absolutely. Yeah, it's the same shit. It still has some of the weird stuff. Um, but from what I hear is that the shipping is a lot quicker than like, you know, two months mm. that it is on Wish. Um also, so I'm trying them out. I don't know so. if Pole Smoker 99 or whatever is worth following, but he claims that it's even a reputable place to get stuff like PS5s and stuff. So, really? Okay. All I right. mean, thankfully, you and I don't need a PS5, so mm-hmm. we're good. But so if you're looking for, um, I do love you this. know, okay, so. So if you're looking for an all there's a guy, there's a guy on here. This is the first thing I found. DS game for Nintendo. It's N I N T E N D. No O, because they know. Right. <laughs> They're like Nintendo Collection Compilation Video Games Cartridge Multi Cart. So it's 208 Nintendo DS games on a cartridge. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I think that's what I have. That's what uh, I think. That's, that's what, what you I got. Bought. Okay. I think so. But this one looks like no. It looks like there are other versions that have more games. But this one kind of looked like a grab bag, where it's like you'll get two hundred and eight games, but you don't know what games they are. Good luck. Mm. But there's a lot of the flashcard things. Game Boy Collection. Oh, this is fantastic. There's a bunch of Chinese knockoffs of like Pokemon and shit. I'm tempted. To order this knockoff wait, Game Boy wait, just picture because... you're showing me? Okay, that that is legit. I'm not gonna lie. That what? thing is a thing. That thing you just sent me. Oh. I've seen a picture of that exact thing. And somebody said I just it was wanted, legit. I just wanted because they for some reason put sup on the front of it. Like what's right? up? Yeah. That's sup. how I recognized it. Yeah, so people don't know it's just a red <laughs> Game Boy. But they just put the word "sup" across the whole front of it. There's all kinds I thought of maybe it was short for "super" something, but no, it just "sup." Sup. The fuck is a Zelda sixty four Dawn and Dusk cart? What is Dawn and Dusk? How much is it? It's twenty six forty eight for the gray copy. Twenty eight forty eight if you want the gold copy. They'll make it gold like the other ones. Mm. <clears throat> Yeah, so they sell... God damn it, Trees. Why do you have to show me shit like this? They sell a shit ton of these 3DS-like 
you know, like so. Yeah, that one packages. I was looking at was a DS, not a 3DS. But yes, I see the 3DS ones now too. They say they play them all, right? But yeah. who knows? Yeah. Uh, but all they are is that they're, they're these cool little DS cartridges that have a little fucking micro SD slot in the yep. top of them. Yep. Just like the other thing I bought, and uh, yeah. So the thing I hey, I bought give it up was, to Temu for bringing back the Wii to HDMI. <laughs> Remember so how the, the thing Wii you're talking about HDMI port. The thing you're talking about is the thing I ordered. DS game for Nintendo oh, so we okay. don't get sued. The 208 collection. Thing? Yes. Okay. I want to check it out because I've seen someone see review one yeah. and it had like, it did, it, you know, it had all the Pokemon and shit on there. And I was like, hell yeah. Huh? So, okay. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to check it out, buddy. Yeah. So, Timu, Timu. And um, if anybody's interested, yo, Wish is still in my bookmarks. Yeah. I will never. I will never abandon Wish. Wish is my first mistress. But Timu is pulling up, pulling up in the in the fancy car. Oh you know? shit. Here we go. This is what I was waiting for. This is so this definitely says worlds to the differences between you and me. You know what caught my eye? What? The fucking 25 piece uh Breath of the Wild NFC card compatible kit for $9.99 oh. that gives you all the different NFCs and it tells you like they're little discs, right? That fake it as if you've got all the um the amiibo and it tells you what it gives you. <laughs> oh yes. I love yes. this. <laughs> I'm gonna get you this for uh so they have a whole tab for Easter. Oh shit. <laughs> like they have a whole tab like this is all right. the popular Easter, and this is on the front page of the Easter stuff. And I'm gonna get you one. I'm gonna get one for you and the whole family. Okay. Oh, they're just hats that say <laughs> king, king hats. On. I don't know oh. why that has anything to. Is that like Easter, like Jesus Return of the King or something? What's going on there? Why uh, is this in the Easter section? I'm convinced. Section? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Right? That was in the Bible. I can make- when okay. <laughs> I don't but know. But Jesus wore it sideways. I hope they've. They've thought about that. Um, he had a little MMA in him. Yeah. He wore a crooked. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but in all the pictures, Jesus, mm-hmm. pretty fucking buff. The dude not did not miss leg day, and he definitely didn't miss crunch day. Like, even on his dying, you know, he's got a spear in his side. <clears throat> Motherfucker had an eight he, pack. Like, he knew how to throw down. The Rock Different doesn't times. have that kind of commitment, and The Rock is the most committed to fitness person I know. <laughs> Not no personally, of course. Okay. I also like to see them doing the Lord's work. Um, no pun intended, mm-hmm. but it looks like they've got um, safe chargers for the DS, 3DS, and all this stuff, and people are like, yeah, we need these because Nintendo's fucking too cheap to put them in the systems nowadays and then they won't sell you a co- uh, like a fucking like if you go to Nintendo and you're like sell me a DS charger they're like we've discontinued that product fuck off mm. so yeah. hopefully these oh, things yeah. don't melt your system but yeah well you know 3DS also let it melt that I don't care let it melt what? all these old no the 3DS was an incredible console I'm gonna sing oh, its praises yeah. in a minute you better strap in Oh, um, <laughs> Temu. All right, we got Temu. Please, a console I love so much. I've never talked about it on this show, like ever. 
Oh, uh, wait a second. Okay. I try moving on from these websites, but then they show me the most hideous things <laughs> that I have to show you. And then I'm, then I'm going to move okay. on. Okay. Now I, okay. This is, <clears throat> look at these. This is, those are bad. All right. Um, <laughs> Five dollars, Fred. Four ninety-four. I'm guessing. Uh, so obviously, that's Sonic in the back. Is that right. Knuckles on the right, and then is that supposed to be Shadow, Shadow? on the left? I think that's that, Shadow. Okay. They just use the same print. <laughs> I'm sorry for not being able to know for sure what those hats are. So Trees has shown me hats: one red, one black, one blue. Same face on all of them. And they have ears. <laughs> they have like the Batman ears, basically. Yeah, I can make it work. I can make that work. Um, let's see. What else have I done, Fred? Oh, um, because now I have these Funko Pops, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it nothing to do. <laughs> I made a, a alternative Instagram page. Where I just I just post a picture of a Funko Pop every day with a bad joke. How's it got nothing going? else to do? Not good, but <laughs> it gives me something to do. My wife follows me. I have two followers. One of them is my wife, so that's cute. Well, just give it time to get traction. You know that guy who well, put Taddington in a movie every day until he forgets. Like he he got some serious traction. So you never know. Yeah. So uh, the um, Funko trees. Is the, is the handle Funko underscore trees on Instagram, and uh, yeah, I'm just bored. If so I you're remember saying I need day. to create an Instagram account because I never have. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You, uh, you, you Instagram don't and Reddit account. are the two places where I go to try to look at something, and they're like, "Sign in or don't," and I'm like, well, "I won't," and they're off. like, "Then you don't get to see it." I'm like, yeah. "Oh, that's unfortunate." Yeah. So that's it. That's it, buddy. I found stickers was... for the Xbox Series X. Remember back in the day with the original Xbox and PS2 and shit and PS1, you used to put stickers all over it? Did you do that? Mm-hmm. Did you do that? PS1, Sorry, I, I had myself. a... What, my PS1? My PS1 had a, a Tekken skin on it. There you go. Yeah. And my original Xbox, my original Xbox had a beach volleyball dead or alive skin on it. Love it. If I remember Mine had a blood rain. Yeah. So mine was all clouds and water and blue and bikinis. <laughs> it was great. Let's see here. Will this catch you there? Yeah, this will. Okay. Here you go. This is what I was looking at to bring you back. See that shit? Uh, you, might, you don't have to like it. Like, I'm not talking about the pattern, but I'm talking about the concept. Mm. Of just yeah. vinyl skins all over your system. This is not good. No, it's not a good idea, or it's not a good skin. I wasn't looking at the skin well, specifically. A, a both, I think. Okay. <laughs> Something tells me with these systems, they don't they need hot. any more barrier for <laughs> heat not to be able to escape. That's fair. You know, the PlayStation Five C is better. Mm-hmm. The the my Series X does. You know, it doesn't stay. It, it you know it doesn't get red hot enough by any means. But I wouldn't wrap, like, like you know. I, w- I it's like wearing leather pants in the summer. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I just wouldn't. I, it just doesn't seem right, you know. Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> okay, 
anything else going on? No, I think that's it. No? Okay. Well, I think that's that's pretty much it for me. All right. Well, this week was a banger for me. Okay, so we're about to enter into what's called spring break out here, which is a week off school for my daughter. So the good news is I get to sleep in every day till the magical hour of 8 o'clock. There you go. Thank you for that ding. I, I don't know what that was. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and... Um, had a lot of different things uh, going on. So first thing, Trees, I did my taxes. Okay. Have you done your taxes yet this year? Uh, no, my wife does all that stuff. We oh. we have them all. We have them all ready to go. And then, you know, and then I can usually never make it. Because in the past, we could never get a babysitter to, for both mm. of us to go and do the taxes together. So you have a tax person. No. So my wife goes and then they give her the paperwork for me to sign. Mm-hmm. And then she just drops it off again. Or still sounds like a tax or, person though. Like I do my shit at home. Oh no, no. She goes to like H R block or something. Yeah, bullshit. like I do the TurboTax at home. So <laughs> we split because of my, my my daughter. Um every other year is different for her because of her mm-hmm. dad. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to go to a tax person. Oh, actually, I'm told. Keep track of all that. I'm told from everybody that I'm at the point where I need to go to a tax person. And with the amount I I used to do TurboTax for years, yeah. The amount I fucking owed this year. Mm. Apparently, that means I'm making it, but it doesn't feel good. No, everybody's going to get a bone the last two years. We almost owed money last year for the first time. We were like, what is going on? We've never owed money before, and we owed for the first time last year, and we owed again this year. Um, this year, federal, we were way lighter on, but state rocked us. I still want to know how the state got fucked up so much. I f- still think there's an error there somewhere. <clears throat> but TurboTax is like, no, trust me. Now, I will admit my wife did take that temporary job. Do you remember when she like left her job in the middle of the year and then she came mm-hmm. back to her old job? Um, that job was out of Missouri. And... Over here in Kansas, if you work in Missouri, I've heard it really fucks your taxes. So, but, oh. um, so we got fucked for a year. But, uh, see, mine didn't really matter because even though my company's out of state, they just do everything as if I live in Kansas, right? Because, like, I'm working remotely. And so when you're doing remote work, it really doesn't matter. As long as mm-hmm. you're making money and staying in your state, working in your state, and paying taxes to your state, it's real straightforward. My wives, on the other hand, where they made her go out to Missouri all the time, that one they split her income. Like, so she got a W-2 that told her total income, but then they split it between the states. That's where I think we got fucked. But we're smart people. We put mm-hmm. away um, a certain amount every single paycheck. So we anticipated this. We took the hit. But but yeah, Um it's it's really funny too because I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who's in uh, Europe and he's like and it wasn't Jam, um, and he was like, I just don't understand you guys, your government, like you make dealing with your government and paying money to your government and like getting services from your government seem like a turbo negative circumstance and you also make all your medical 
interactions seem like a negative circumstance. And they're like, those are the two times where like people should like, you know, your government should be happy to get money from you and your doctor should be happy to get money from you and they treat you like garbage from the way you put it. And I was like, well, I'm probably just like more negative. But I do feel like there's not many people out there who refer to the purpose of like paying for medical care and the Mm -hmm. purpose of paying for taxes as a positive endeavor in any way, shape or form. Am I correct on that? Or is that one of those things that's unique to me? Um, the actual amount I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the process. Right. Just all the bullshit you got to mail in and right. just the fact that mail's a thing. But we so, paid for the privilege this year, Trees, to e-file um, to two states right. for 50 bucks. But yeah. I will say that going because when I was single, right, just me. Mm-hmm. And um, so... I that's when I would do TurboTax, right? Because I'm like claiming zero, like there's nothing, right? Right. It's to fill out, like TurboTax is you. Well, you these days through. that's completely free. If you are yeah. like a single I guy do, just doing your taxes, yes. TurboTax so, will do it for free. Right. So I would do the free version. I yeah. think it would cost you to do what you just said, like the send it in. It costs for the direct deposit, right? It would cost you like thirty bucks or something, yeah. nothing, right? Yeah. And you would tab through most of the fucking yes. <laughs> application the, the fill out thing, right? Um but now that like when I was married before and now I'm married now and, and now we go to tr- like uh you go to like H and I block because of all the shit we do, that mm-hmm. shit's expensive sometimes to send it all in and get it all done. Oh yeah. It's fucking expensive, man. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. So well and I miss the good old days. And you just keep watching stuff and you just realize how like different tax bills like fucked you, right? Like I knew it was happening, but like, like they do stuff where they're like, oh, you haven't secured your mortgage. Like we have a mortgage that's almost paid off. Like I'm not bragging here when I say that, but like I'm proud of the fact that I almost own my house in full. Right. But they're like, your house, your loan is not secured. And I looked it up and they're like, in order to secure your loan, you have to own another piece of property outright that you can put on the hook for your loan. And when you do that, you can write off your interest as a deduction. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, like that was a new thing. You used to be able to write off your interest regardless. Now it's only if you own property that you can secure your loan with. And I'm like, you know, that's some, it doesn't matter, right? Like Republican, Democrat, it's all bipartisan. Like, they're all rich fucking people who, like, found clever ways to deal with taxes. Because we know nobody who does their fucking taxes that that was, like, a politician has ever paid a cent in taxes, right? Like, we just... It, that's another thing that, that blows people's minds. Like, it's just accepted that the super rich have never paid a cent in taxes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just part of the game. And so... But it's just funny where I'm like, fuck. Like, if I owned a house to secure... If I owned another piece of property to secure this loan... I could get a tax break and not pay taxes, right? Like, and stuff like that. And there were a bunch of things like that where they were like, oh, you normally could write this off, but you, the standard deduction like covers it now and stuff like that. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. anyway, I'm talking about boring stuff, but yeah, did the taxes. That was a fun, unpleasant thing. Um, But I'm getting ready for spring break. I have taken off St. Patty's Day trees. Oh, so, uh, not because I'm Irish, because I'm not. 
Um, and not because I want to go get Blotto downtown or anything. But we do want to take Autumn, if we can, to see the St. Paddy's Day Parade in downtown Kansas City. So okay. we've always taken her to like an outskirts parade because they're less chaotic and they're, it's more kid-focused. To take her downtown, that's where you're in the heart of downtown. People are going to be throwing up on the streets, right? People have been drinking green beer since 6 a.m., things like mm. that. And while that does, at its face value, seem negative, and it's kind of steeped in, like, I'm not going to lie, Trees, like, this is probably not a big stretch for you, but on St. Patty's Day in my 20s, that's what we mm-hmm. did. Like, Julie and me took off work, met up with about a dozen friends, Right in like our early to mid 20s. And we were doing shots of Jameson by like 10 a.m. Right. Like and you were putting you you got like if you could, you got like mini kegs or you bought 40s or all kinds of random shit. And you just throw fucking green food dye into it. Right. Because you knew. Right. Like, I don't know about you, but I know what green food dye looks like when it gets thrown up all over a toilet. Because of my previous escapades, right? And not just me, but like someone in our group, right? And like a bunch of girls who have banging bodies, wearing barely any clothes, right? Like midriff showing, tank tops, beads, spraying green in their hair, (laughs) platinum blondes from Kansas pretending they're fucking Irish, right? Like just going out on the town and you just prep yourself. You're like, okay. You, you have to like strategize it. You're like, I'm going to drink in a way where I can continuously drink for like 18 consecutive hours and mm. keep it together, right? Like, have you ever done something like that? If that's something you've never done, no. that may be exclusive to me. But like, that was St. Patty's Day for a handful of years out here in Kansas. Like, it, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not saying it's healthy. I'm just not going to pretend right. it didn't happen. Um, and to be yeah, fair, no, I was, was never, I was never big on, uh, I'm believe it or not being an Irish dude, mm-hmm. like Paddy's day was never a big, Oh, weird. Big thing for I me. hear that from every true Irish person I know yeah. <laughs> and anyone from yeah. Irish descent, like, <laughs> right. It's, it's like Cinco but de Mayo fucking, where you ask a bunch of, I was Mexicans, just going to say, like, do you guys Cinco de Mayo there? though? I'll tear that shit up. No, I, um, <laughs> I don't, uh. Yo, I mean, it's a little different, though, because like Irish pubs, at least in Kansas, are a little hard to come by, whereas Mexican joints are everywhere. So like on Cinco de Mayo, it's fine. Whatever. You get to a mm-hmm. restaurant at five o'clock at night. You sit on an hour long wait. You have a couple margaritas or beers and then you sit down and you get fucking Mexican food. Right. Like that's a little different than like there's not a lot of Irish places around here where you can go get. First of all, traditional Irish food, and what the fuck is that to an American? And second of all, it's always overcome by people who are just drinking. And, you know, I get it. There's more money in that, right? If you're going to do corned beef hash or like Rubens or anything like that, and I don't even know if that's traditional Irish food, but if you're going to do something like that, people are only buying one. Whereas if you serve green beer, all you can drink for 25 bucks for an hour, right? You make way more money. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a time in my twenties where, you know, we would go in the in the Boston because we'd see on St. Patty's Day there'd be like Dropkick Murphys would always play every oh, Patty's yeah. Day, yeah, in Green Bear and all Flog that. and Molly did, and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, we did that for a few years in a row, you know. But then you know, it's like I grow out of that shit, man. 
Yeah, and I'm not again, a drinker. This was like 20 I'm not, years I'm not ago. a. I'm also not a drinker. Like uh, people would be surprised. You know what I mean? Like no, I have beers no, on this not. show, but I that's think it's like pretty clear you're not. That's what I drink for the week. Sometimes you know yeah. what I mean. Is what I'm drinking on here. Yeah, then, no, no, I occasional barbecue. Just right? to, just to like clear that. the air right now. If somebody's drinking on a regular basis and you can't tell, it's me. <laughs> Just in case people are wondering. And those that know me probably know that, right? Like I I I I have heard that. And again, I I'm way more see, this is the problem, is like I drink less now, but Mm -hmm. I don't go and hang out with people. But like, especially in my early podcasting days, like, yeah, yeah, like again, going back to that Walker Soccer convention, Sean saw me keep it together for that first day. And then Mm -hmm. that Saturday night. He also saw me go for it. And there were a couple reasons. One, I was never good at like anticipating how alcohol would hit me. And so you'd get to a bar and there'd be a beer special, like the deer and beer where you got like a a pint and a and a shot of Jaeger with every round. And next thing I know, I'm like blotto. The other thing though was like just extenuating circumstances that happened to me because I'm just me. Like um Matt Bradford, he's part of Video Game Outsiders and like mm-hmm. He's a great guy. Like, I have nothing negative to say about him. I want to clear that air right off the bat because he accidentally spilled an entire ice water on my crotch the moment I got to the Irish bar on Saturday night. Wow. (laughs) On my jeans. Like, he knocked it over by accident. He was just just motioning like anyone does, and he accidentally knocked it over. And I didn't have a change of jeans, and even if I did, I didn't want to make it weird and, like, leave the bar and go back to the hotel and everything like that. So I was just like, I'm going to roll with it. But then I was Mm -hmm. sitting there with like soaking wet jeans all night. And so I just like drank my way through it. And that's probably a pretty unhealthy way to do it. But that's what I did. (laughs) So people are used to that. But Sean also Mm -hmm. knows that I can get up after a wicked hangover and and be there. 9 a.m. I'm Mm. still at all the uh, press things. Um, Which surprisingly wasn't my E3 stuff. Whenever I went to E3 though, I was expecting to get like shit canned. And I never really did. Like we, I remember hanging out with like Chip and stuff and like drinking like whiskey at like a fancy hotel. But like we had like one, <laughs> right? Like that was the complete opposite. <laughs> so, but it is what it is. Anyway. Yeah. So, but we, yeah, I have yeah. no plans for St. Patty's Day myself. We're going to hope that the weather holds out. But if it doesn't, Trees, we've got a different mm-hmm. plan. And I hope okay. to talk about it next week, but I'll just plant that seed. Planet okay. Comic Con is going on in Kansas City this weekend. And it Ooh. starts on Friday. They do a Friday from 1 to 8, uh, 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. And I was like, it's St. Patty's Day. That might actually be a great time to go because I think it'll be less busy. Mm. So we shall see. If not, it's going on all weekend. So we'll go at some point. But that is the closest thing to like the biggest Comic-Con we get out here. Um, right. And it's it's very high priced, to be honest. And my daughter doesn't really know why she should go. But I'm going to drag her there and just see what she thinks. So, mm. but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so the rest of this, though, there was a decent amount of movies going on. So I'm going to talk about a couple movies for a minute here. Okay. Um, first and foremost, I got the 4K double disc from Shout Factory of Slumber Party Massacre 1 and 2. couple gems. <laughs> couple gems here. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You're not a big horror person, right? 
Okay. So, it's just the names, you know. It's, it's like the most schlockiest 80 names oh, of like, it is. Um, these movies, you if know. If you know this name, you'll understand. It's it's a Roger Corman produced film. Do you know who Roger Corman is? I know the name, yes. Yeah. So he did a lot of schlocky stuff. Uh, I think his biggest claim to fame was Piranha. Piranha? Um, from like the late 70s. He was like, what if Jaws? But like we did a little fish. And he's got all these little fish flying around and stuff like that. And it's it got recently, more recently remade, like in the early 2000s, as Piranha and Piranha Double Ds um, for the 3D or Triple D edition or whatever. And it was just a bunch of tits and ass. And there's a hilarious scene of Jerry O'Connell getting his dick bitten off and he just freaks out and stuff like that. But no, anyway, Roger Corman did the older ones. And the interesting thing about Slumber Party Massacre 1 that a lot of people probably won't know or care until I say it, um, is that it was written by a woman, kind of like a devout feminist, and it was directed by a woman. So that was a little unique. And this woman, (laughs) you can hear in the interviews because she was getting her startup in Hollywood and she knew Spielberg. And she was offered this and E.T. at the same time and turned down E.T. for this. And she's humble about it. She's like, one may ask themselves, what if I did E.T.? But if Steven Spielberg didn't E.T., didn't do E.T., would E.T. have been the same movie it was, right? Like, so mm-hmm. there's that. But yeah, so she did this movie. Um, but it's kind of, it's a more clever movie, but it definitely has the male gaze. Like, I'm not going to lie, Trees, like, if you were to imagine what an 80s schlocky horror film starts with, if you had guessed a bunch of females get naked in a locker room and take a shower and we just kind of watch them for like five minutes, just soap themselves up and wash themselves down fully naked. Bingo. That's in there. (laughs) It's there. Um, But my wife is just like, like she's, she's more interested in horror movies these days because she's like, it's very interesting watching you watch them. Um, Mm. Cause I like appreciate them in a different way. Like I don't get all weird and, Beavis and Butthead giggly and horny when like girls get topless. Like I'm kind of not turned on by seeing girls just like showering and stuff like that. Right. Like, and especially if it's like creepy voyeuristic stuff, like that doesn't intrigue me. So in fact, I don't really go for that stuff, but I'm really into practical effects. Right. So every time I see something like, I mean, sorry to get a little, you know, descriptive here, but like in that movie, one of the earliest things is we see a drill. The killer uses a drill, a portable drill, a thick drill. That's probably about 18 inches long. And he drills right through this girl's chest. And (laughs) I think I remember that. What I'm always wondering is like, how did they do that? Right. And so these days I'm much more well-versed in like, actual gags and like how they do it. That's the term they use is gags. And so when I watch it, like I'm, I'm really watching for stuff like that. I really amuse myself in like the cat and mouse game of like, how do you take the same concept and just repeat it over and over and over again, but try to put your own spin on it and things like that. So I have like an appreciation for it that perhaps is, you know, call it misguided or whatever, but like, at least I, I care. And so my wife, actually likes watching these movies because she likes to watch how these scenarios play out, right? With like these killers, like chasing after these people, typically girls, uh, always teenagers and seeing how it goes. 
And so we watched it and she was like, you know what? That movie's not too bad. Of course, the biggest thing she noticed was one of the teenage girls uses a goose, like a big a plastic goose. goose, which she likes to. We have a goose in our front yard that she dresses up for the seasons and stuff like that. And she uses a goose with a light bulb in it for like a, a desk lamp. And my wife was fascinated by that. But anyway, we watched that movie. That movie's pretty good. Um, then we watched the sequel, and that movie's not really good. Um, you, if you're getting the 4K disc, you have to buy both. Um, it wasn't expensive. It was 25 for both. And you do get a Blu-ray copy as well. The, those were separated on each Blu-ray, but the 4K has the dual disc. Um, we watched part two. Part two makes no sense. It's supposed to be a sequel to the original movie uh, with the survivors. and the, But the killer goes from being like a... 50-year-old gray-haired man wearing way too much denim to being... Who's just a serial killer, right? Like, they don't give you a good motive. Like, he just wanted to kill people. Um, To it being, like, an Elvis-looking rock and roll guy with, like, leather chaps and everything. And he's got a electric guitar, like a red electric guitar with the (laughs) 18-inch drill built onto it. And for no reason whatsoever he's like in this girl's dreams and all of a sudden he becomes reality they don't explain it they don't you don't know why he it's just like 60 boring minutes of like this guy like being in her dreams and then all of a sudden he comes to life kills everyone and end of movie (laughs) it's very poorly done i'm sure there was a different version of that movie that actually explains everything but oh and you know what Actually, thinking back on it, I think the Blu-rays got that original cut. But it's only been available on like VHS and stuff like that. So I should probably go back and watch it. But Julie and I agreed. It was amusing, but it probably would have been better with alcohol. We watched both movies sober, um, not back-to-back on different nights. Mm -hmm. Um, But she goes, I bet I would have appreciated this movie more if I was drinking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But we were trying not to do that. And she goes, and also, I don't ever want to watch this movie again. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So I'm with her. But we watched that. um, And then we went to the movies or I went to the movies for a couple of movies. So I'm going to talk about this because it's just adjacent. Uh, So I went and saw Scream 6. I actually saw that today, hours before coming Mm. and doing the show. Um, I got home from it about an hour before we did the show. Um, And that's an interesting movie. Um, I, for the record... I really liked Scream 1, 2, and 3. Watched those in high school growing up. Um, Found each movie to be slightly less as good as the previous one. So, like, I thought Scream 1 was the best, 2, and then 3. Right. Um, Scream 4, I barely remember. Came out in the mid-2010s. Like, came out in, like, 2010, I think. And I barely remember it. I own it. Haven't watched it since probably it first came out. And I bought it on Blu-ray and rewatched it. Um, Scream 5 recently came out. I did not like it. Um... Do you watch these movies at all? No. Okay. Um, I vaguely remember seeing the first one and didn't get into the whole thing. Sure. And I'm not like going to get too deep did, into it. I'm know? not going to get anywhere no. near as deep as I did in Slumber Party Massacre, for the record. Um, but Scream 5 I didn't like. And I think the biggest problem it had was it was very predictable. The female lead was the girl who plays Wednesday in the new Wednesday Netflix show. Okay. And then the other girl was the female lead who played shit. You know what? I almost wonder if, no, it was a different girl who played Maria in West Side Story. But anyway, um, in, in the Heights, 
which was the next movie by like Lin-Manuel Miranda after Hamilton kicked off. They gave him a movie and he made this movie Mm -hmm. called In the Heights. The female lead in that is at least supposed to be Hispanic in that movie. I don't know exactly what her nationality is, but she is just stunningly gorgeous. Like she is like make poor choices gorgeous. And her and the girl who plays Wednesday, who is also beautiful in her own right, they are sisters in Scream 5. And the reason there was a problem with Scream 5 was it's always a whodunit with Scream as to who's the killer out of the group of people you meet. And out of the blue, the only person you knew on screen that was a that was a male was the guy who plays Huey on, um, on uh, The Boys. And surprise, mm. surprise, he's the killer, right? Like, mm. I was just like, this is going to be really boring if he's the killer because he's the only actor we know. And then he was the killer, and I was like, that's fucking bullshit, right? And so that may have been circumstantial, right? Like, maybe people will go back to it and see it, and that's not the case. But it was trying to reboot Scream. So the big thing with Scream 6 is those two girls, spoilers, live at the end of that movie, and they move to New York, and this is supposed to be a new version of Ghostface. Like, it's supposed to be a more brutal killer and this and that. And um, what I liked about it was there are a couple of movies that take that where they bring slashers to New York. A uh, perfect example of that is Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And you expect it to be Jason rolling around Manhattan fucking shit up. But, like, you're wondering how such a busy city is going to deal with a serial killer, right? The whole idea of Jason is that very few people know he's around when he's doing his shit. And they don't make good on that in that movie, just to make it a sentence. And so it's really telling that in this movie it starts up and the one of the first victims is watching Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. And then uh, one of the first circumstances that shows up, and I feel comfortable saying this because it's in the trailer, is the two girls getting stalked by Ghostface and going into a crowded bodega, right? And in Friday the 13th, everyone just saw Jason and hid and like just the crowds didn't get affected by him. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, it's 2023's fucking bodegas in New York. No, like everyone's like, fuck off, dude. Like who the fuck do you think you are? And it's very interesting to watch them navigate that. So um, in short, I didn't really like Scream 5 and I really liked Scream 6. I think they did a really good job with it. Um, but one of the interesting things, and I'll kind of just plant this seed and like leave it because I don't think there's really a discussion point for us, especially if we're not going to get into spoilers. But this movie really kind of tackles two important things that I think are going on in society right now, at least on social media, which I understand can be completely devoid of reality. Um, but it's all this fascination with serial killers. Have you noticed that like society is just fascinated with serial killers like Dahmer and Gacy and yeah, it's been like that Bundy. for a while. Like the joke's always been like like wives and girlfriends for some reason love to watch serial killer uh, stuff, right? Like yes. Yeah, that and read books about it. like it's it's always been a fascination. And I think what people don't realize is these individuals were fucking brutally insane. These were not individuals you would ever want to know in the real world. They are. Uh, yes, I'm. I'm there too. <laughs> they no, are sorry. not. There we go. Um, they are he's, not he's, pleasant he's individuals. 
right? And they should no. not be glorified, but this, that, or As somebody who studied serial killers for a while, it was just a weird fascination for me. Um, I think to a certain extent, I respect the kind of sociopathic individuals they are and why, like, I would never want to know a serial killer. I don't think they're cool. I don't think this, that, or, but, but anyway... So this, this movie kind of tackles that to a certain extent, right? They go like, is this glorification of serial killers worthy or, 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 or good? And then it also asks a weird question, and I'll just kind of leave it with this, which is, is vigilante justice okay? Is it okay if you think, you don't know, but if you think someone did something horrible, is it okay for you to take matters into your own hands and take care of it? Right. And Julie and I have watched enough like of those Netflix things, right? Where those those internet sleuths, right? They think they've solved a murder mystery and they falsely accuse someone who it turns out didn't do any of this stuff. And they're like mm-hmm. they like ruin a person's life. And sometimes these people like kill themselves or worse. And like they're like, Well, what do you want from us? We were just really into it. And I'm like, no, these things have side effects, <laughs> right? So anyway. <laughs> But Scream 6, if you want to just take it for face value, yeah, it's it, it it manages to be like something unique out of something that by its own admission is the sixth movie in a series. It definitely is um, evolving better than, say, a Saw movie, right? Although I mm-hmm. think Spiral was a really good take on that series as well. Brutally violent, too. Oh, my God. I don't use this word often. Well, maybe I do, but, like, I know when to use it. It was visceral. The deaths aren't just deaths. They are brutal. Like, I don't think they could have gotten away with this back in the day. I think nowadays they're just, like, horror movie fans want to get what they're, you know? (laughs) They want to get real Mm. hardcore gore. Um, The last movie, and I think this is a positive one to end on, was we watched 65. Are you familiar with 65? That's the dinosaur movie. Yes, right? the Adam Driver movie, which that looks pretty good. Yeah, it posits like, what if, um, you know, there were worlds other than us a long time ago, and they found Earth sixty-five million years ago, mm-hmm. and um, so very Star Wars esque in that. Um, so tons of positive things to say about this trees. This is a must go, and I'm not going to dwell too much on the plot or anything, and there will be no spoilers here. But um, Adam Driver plays the lead. I'm really digging everything this guy does. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's doing a really good job at picking his projects. And he's not like one of those super above it kind of people, right? Like, he owns the fact that he was Kylo Ren. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like he's not Whoa. above it. Kylo, um, Kylo Ren was the only good thing. I, I would largely movies. agree with you. <laughs> um, so. He, but... I, I think what I like about Adam Driver is that, like, regardless of what the character is, he just, like, goes for it. You know what I mean? And not, like, overacting it kind of like – I'm sorry to point him out, but I feel like he does this sometimes. Like, Christian Bale over-owns a scene, right? Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix can be guilty of this. Jared Leto's definitely guilty of this. Whereas Adam Driver, who could really slot himself in the same spot – I think he really, like, he he gets into it, but he knows what it is, right? Like, he knows how society and the movie-going crowds are going to view this movie, this role, 
what he's doing, right? He's not, he's aware of that as he's acting these scenes. And I think I like that about him. Um, and <laughs> my wife finds him to be like physically uh, just a very awkward looking person. He's a very awkward looking dude. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool to watch him navigate that, I think is what I would say. Um, Cause I think he knows that, <laughs> but, right. but yeah, 65 is super solid. And yeah, I mean, the premise is just like he lands on earth 65 million years ago and has to deal with it. And um, I thought this was going to be like a Jurassic Park adjacent. That's how I kind of sold it to my daughter. It was not. But don't worry. There's plenty Uh of dinosaurs. (laughs) Cool. Uh, But there is some humanitarianism stuff in there. And there's some really tender stuff. I cried. Like. Wow. They do. They and he alongside that other girl. But there are other characters you don't know about that I won't talk about. Um, they do a really good job of really just like bringing all of that together. And so this is this fascinating sci-fi movie that is a dino scary tale that also manages to really tug at the heartstrings. Like it, it, it's a Mm -hmm. solid drama on top of everything. And I really dug it and it goes places. You're not going to anticipate it going is what I'll say. Um, and the best part trees Knocks the whole fucking thing out in 91 minutes. I was impressed. Like, this movie's not long. They didn't need to stretch it out. And it is exactly as long as it needs to be. Um, So it was very good. Um, My daughter was just really proud that she didn't get too scared. Because there are some good jump scares in this movie. (laughs) Um, uh, So she was really proud of herself. Um, But yeah, it was a good movie. I highly it looks good. I highly recommend it. I also got to see the Green Band trailer of the new Evil Dead and also a new Russell Crowe movie called The Pope's Exorcist. Have you heard of this movie? Um I want to say I have actually. Okay. It's like supposed to be the next Exorcist movie, I think. But it's hardcore and we watched the green bands of both of those and my daughter was seriously rocked because the green band trailers aren't a whole lot different than the red band trailers they only they just cut out the f word or the really violent scene but they still show you everything else so she got to see all Mm. the evil dead stuff where the girl kind of cracks her bones and turns backwards and gets the crazy eyes and stuff like that and giggles and my daughter was very on edge going into this movie like she did not care for those trailers and she goes no. i don't think these trailers were appropriate for a pg-13 movie she was mm-hmm. like i don't understand why they thought these were approved for all audiences and i do not think that any of that was pleasant that i saw on screen and i was like you know jules like she's kind of onto something like they would have never shown us this shit like growing up, like I hate to sound like, you know, to go completely on the opposite side of it, but like, yeah, like there is some disturbing shit in movies nowadays. And like back in the day, like with the exorcist, do you remember the exorcist trailer? Like they give very mild hints of something weird going on. And then you hear the exorcist song and you see the light come through the window cascading down on the priest, but you really don't know what that movie's about. You just know it's ominous and scary. Hmm. My daughter is yeah. very aware of what will happen in both of those movies, <laughs> and she didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, 
Anyway, enough about no, the movies. I mean, I but can, what? Like I, when I take my son to like even something like Shrek mm-hmm. because it's PG. Yeah. Yo, know, they mentioned some some questionably above. <laughs> I agree. Age appropriate. Sometimes I'm like, I saw a Green Man trailer that said, "You bitch," and I was just like, like I, I don't mean to sound like one of those nitpicky people, but I'm like, this is where we're at. Mm. (laughs) Like, and I, I have heard people say, "Well, the rule is that Green Man trailers nowadays can be fine for up to the rating that they're for." So, like you said, if Puss in Boots is PG then suddenly you can allow a floodgate of PG movies and PG-rated Green Band trailers to show up and you can totally say bitch in a PG movie. And PG-13, you can totally get away with a lot more. And so... Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember what they showed for um, Shrek, but I remember they showed something and it was a little dark mm -hmm. for him. A little scary. And I was like, ah, you know, then say some steel. Must we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but anyway, I, and I'm still standing by this. I continually find the theatrical experience to be great. Um, watching Scream 6 today, it wasn't a very crowded theater because I went to like a 4 p.m. showing. But mm-hmm. I will say this. There was the right percentage of teenagers in the audience that were animated but not rude. And that definitely makes for a more fun experience when you're watching a horror movie. <laughs> hmm. So. Definitely. So. Well, with that, holy shit. Yeah, I went on for a while. <clears throat> That's been my week. <laughs> How about you for playing what you've been playing, my friend? Not much. No? Not much. <laughs> it's been a weird week of... Finishing Dead Space and then being in limbo of not wanting to start anything big. I get that. I I'm just not stare, there, I, but I've been there. I stare at Rag, like God of War, Ragnarok, and Horizon every day. It just you have both do those not. Things, right? feel, yeah, they're on my hard drive. Okay, like I got God of War for Christmas, right? That's right. And Horizon came with my system, so it's installed on the hard drive. Right. And I stare at them all the time and just. It's daunting to start them. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I. it's like I'm always looking for something more bite-sized. And that's why Dead, Dead Space was so good. That's why I felt Final Fantasy was good, even that, though yeah, that, that's that was like a 40-hour. Yeah. yeah, that was like 44, you know, whatever. Um, but it was an open world is what I mean. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like self-contained. Yes. Same with Dead Space. It's like... Tell me where to go. Ragnarok and um, Horizon suffer from I what so I used to call lost. the Sony effect, which was that's every Sony game now. That's every Sony yeah, first party I, game. And people used to poo poo me for saying yeah. that. But I'm like, guys, like you are making a very clear message that that's what you want every game to be. And soon mm-hmm. you're going to struggle to play mm-hmm. PlayStation exclusives because if you don't want that, that's all they've got to offer. I get so um, sidetracked in those games that it scares me mm-hmm. to want to start them, you know? Um, so. And to be clear, neither of those games is light. Like, I think, I know Horizon's ridiculous. Like, and I've bought it recently too, but like, I know that game's like 50 hours. 
God right. of War is more like 2030, depending on how much you want to engage with it, but still. Right. Ugh. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a chore. I did a lot of I did a lot of floating around. Um you know, looking at stuff I had played in the past. Um, like I booted up my um <clears throat> my uh the fuck's it called? Uh Jesus Christ, a NASCAR game. Um, oh, okay. What was that NASCAR game I got really into when I bought like the oh, what is that? Uh, NASCAR, NASCAR Heat. Is it NASCAR Heat? Heat. NASCAR Heat Five, right? So I like remember I got real in the four because it was on like PS Plus or PS yes. Now. And so when the fifth one came out, I bought like the physical one and I got real into it. Um, you know, I I booted that up and uh, I played that for a while. And that was fun to play again because I wanted to see if it was fixed at all. Because when I originally played it, it had some glitches in it, some like cosmetic <laughs> uh-huh. glitches and stuff. Um, I don't know. It felt the same. Um, it was fun to hear the music again. Like it has the soundtrack, like country music and other stuff. But then like mm-hmm. pretty good songs. And it's like when I heard them again, I'm like I knew them. And I'm like, boy, I played a lot of this game when it was out because I like <laughs> the minute I heard the music, I was like, oh, yes. I remember all of this. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I got a, um, for questions for trees, I got a question a while back. I think back in January, end of December, January, I think. Okay. Um, and it was, it was, uh, I don't think there was a name, right? Let's see, Overling. Overling. I just say Overling. And um, so, he he just sent me a simple question. It said, "Did you see all the updates coming for?" Um, he wrote SAS station, so I was like, "SAS station? What the fuck is that?" And I go, "Oh, he must be gas station, right?" Oh, okay, yeah. Like, so I'm, like, quickly. Was, yeah. I'm like, I'm like typing in fucking abbreviations. I'm like, "Is this something I did <laughs> and I don't remember?" Um, but I'm assuming he meant gas station simulator, right? And uh. So then I wrote it back and I said, you know what? I haven't, I have not turned that on for a while. So I will, will pop on there and see if there's any DLC. And, uh, you know, the last time I played it, you know, it's a glitchy game. There's no, no doubt about yeah. it. That game's a little, little bit of a glitch fest, you know? Um, and I told him, I said, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll check out the game again. And if I talk about it, if I get back into it, I'll mention you. Because I probably won't use this for like a question for Trees episode. You know what I mean? Because it's just kind of a straightforward question, you know? Um, and then he said, check out the Steam page if you get the time. So I, I did that. So, yeah, I played a chunk again. I went back to my gas station, Fred. All right? Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I got that thing rocking. I was rocking on that thing this week. I was, uh, you know, I have two garages now, right? I have two car bays. I have three gas station pumps. Um, I employ five people. Um, you know, it, it's it's up to speed. And technically, I finished the story. So I got an achievement for finishing the main story. So I paid my my mean uncle off to get him out of my hair. Nice. You know, the final mission is, is payback five grand, which yep, I remember isn't, that. Yeah. 
it isn't hard to do. It's like, well, when you played it or when you saw it, it's like you have to pay them some money back or people come beat you up. But then there's a bunch of other tasks. And then the the actual final mission is payback five grand. Because I think in the beginning, you got to pay him back a grand or whatever he loaned you. Um, but then you got to pay him back five grand, grand in the end. But okay. It was, okay. Something, it was something smaller. Um, so that game's still glitchy, right? Still <laughs> full of glitches. Save a lot. When things are running well, remember to save, you know? <laughs> um Sage-like advice. Yeah, it it does weird stuff like you buy stuff. I talked about this before. And the trucks never show up. Mm-hmm. Like their symbol is on the horizon, but it's like they get stuck. They just they can't move. Right. Um, and then you lose your money. Because if you have to reset everything with the UFO, you mm-hmm. lose your money that you just spent. Because I have had a truck stuck. And then another truck was you know, at my station doing something and it left and went in the same direction that the thing was stuck. And then it like, when it met up down in the, where you can't see like somewhere off in the ones and zeros, uh, it must've hit the other truck cause it had dislodged it from whatever it was stuck on down there. And it came. It's so strange. You know, it is <laughs> such a strange game. Um, <laughs> You know, still there people may be some around. more <laughs> clear you know, reasons why it's acting that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like there's still people sliding around both feet sometimes and not walking. There's people like hovering outside their car as the cars drive away. There's a lot of glitchy things. But mm-hmm. um, my station is fully upgraded, right? So all nice. my things say they're at the max, like you can't upgrade anymore. Mm-hmm. I just have some like decorations, you know, you... You can buy stuff to litter around your thing, you know? So now I just have stuff to buy. Like, I can upgrade the, the racetrack out back. And I put a basketball court in this morning. So that was nice. That's um, dope, actually. <laughs> There's a basketball court for you to just go and throw basketballs at a hoop. Really does nothing. You, you like, unlock these giant picnic areas. But it's not like people go and sit over there. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's not, like, interactive. <laughs> like, you can't even go over and sit. It's just, it's all just set pieces, you know? Um, but here's the problem. Um, right out near your warehouse where you, where you live, uh, there's a broken car wash and <laughs> it's like the roof is, it looks like a big ramp, but when you right. actually undig it, cause you use a little backhoe and you dig all the dirt, it's like, there's a big car wash sign there. It's like, and I looked so forward, Fred, to having a car wash, as you know. Yeah. And, um. I have upgraded my garage and everything to the fullest, and that is not unlocked. Man. So do you think it's it's, not an option? I think it's not an option in the console version for whatever reason. Unless I buy every single thing, and maybe it unlocks. But basically when new equipment and new things unlocked was when you upgraded your station. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's when shit would pop off. Like, oh, you now have a second bay in your warehouse. You now have this. You now you have unlocked new. You know. Yeah. So know. yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I looked some reviews, and I've seen other people saying the same thing. Like, hey, I'm fully upgraded here, and uh, the car wash is still not an option. Um. So you know, I headed over to the Steam page, even though I don't really. Use Steam, 
Mm-hmm. I have a Steam account. I have games in Steam, but I've never really <laughs> had a PC do, but yeah. to, to run them. So it's kind of funny that I have Steam games and I don't run them or anything. Someday I'll get a Steam Deck and I can play a 10-year-old uh, you know, Civ 4 You know, you joke, but like I remember when I first got my gaming PC and went back over my uh, my Steam library, like, yeah, you totally do it. <laughs> Mm, yeah, check out all the old stuff. Um, so I went to the Steam page, and sure enough, they have a bunch of DLC packs, you know. And in one of the pitches I was scrolling through, uh, they show that car wash working. So mm, I wonder if it's okay. open in the PC version for some reason, mm-hmm. or if it's part of a D- DLC pack. I have a sneaking suspicion that it's regular. It's part of the regular PC version, just base game and they just stopped they just stopped a little on the uh on the console versions so the, that would not be cool if that's true <laughs> i get a very sneaky suspicion that they just kind of halted because there has okay. never been an update there has never been an update since i've owned that game to fix any bugs on the on the console version you know i believe you <laughs> i've seen people on the xbox reviews say shit like that and it actually had a response from the developers saying oh, really? oh we, we're aware of that we're working on an update now and that was like last october or something so i don't think i think they, they might have cut cut and ran from that fucking from the console versions <laughs> um i don't know but i i do want my um i do want my uh car wash you know because yeah. now, because now, what do, something like a car wash is one of the major drives. This is almost back to what you said back in uh, like a couple episodes ago. Maybe it was more than that, but when you were like, when Power Wash Simulator and Car Mechanic Simulator, <laughs> they all come and all together. these people come together. That's the ultimate <laughs> game, be, and they know it. Cool. Like they can't do it because if they did that, then where would they go? Where um, would they go? But the thing is, it's not like the car wash is like a decor decoration. It like is in behind your gas station. It takes up a big. You have to walk around the wreckage of it to go to your warehouse. Right. Like so it's, it's like a major thing. Yeah. And, the, and like I said, it has a big neon sign that's all broken that you undig. This is car wash. You know, like you sound too hopeful, my friend. I'm hopeful. I know. Um, it's gonna be your downfall. In the, in the DLC. That they they show on the uh, on the Steam page, I think it's called. I can't. I'm not. I'm not even gonna say what it's called. I can't remember. But um, it's a customization one. So oh, okay, you have all different materials now for walls and floors, and you can put your own decals up and your own spray paints, and you can really decorate it up. You can really, really go go off on your gas station, which seems amazing to me. <laughs> Um, but alas, I don't, I have a, I have a feeling that that DLC is never going to come to a, to a console. Uh, it looks like they have a, another story based DLC coming and one called like, um, airstrip or something where you put in an airstrip in your gas station for some reason. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know, help drug, help some drug runners or something. I, I don't know what to say. Is that when the cartel drops by? Like, hmm. Oh, I did. When I did beat the game, uh, this dude shows up on a bike, uh, 
wearing some of your merch from your store. Like he has a bear hat on and he's holding a teddy bear under his arm for some reason. Like you just went in the gas station, bought some shit uh, and you give him the money. And he's like, and he literally mumbles stuff. And I'm like, what is he saying? Is he talking with an accent? Like you couldn't understand what you're saying. I'm like, what is going on with this guy? What is this game? What is this game? He like mumbled and I'm like, like they're trying to do like a like a hillbilly like slow voice, but so badly that I'm like I don't know what he's saying. Right, it was bad. Basically, you paid off and enjoy your time, you know. And <laughs> we've in, and they installed a um, <laughs> um a dentist alarm. I think it was called. Oh, for dentist, no, a dentist who draws a dentist siren. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, see if they uh, – let's see. Dennis – a Dennis defense siren. That's what it was. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's like a bronze statue of him, okay. like on a pedestal. Yeah. With horns and stuff. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> there it is. So, wait, you're going to laugh when you see this. This is ridiculous. This game is ridiculous. Let's see. Here it is, right there, buddy. So I ju- I did unlock this. This this um this showed up in my uh in my parking lot. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's straight out of Bioshock, but like Dennis style. Well, their their art style is odd. Very. Like the trucks look like the cars, like not the cars, but the trucks, like the the, mm-hmm. the gas truck that shows up in the gas. In a look garbage like Eastern truck. European. <laughs> yeah, they look like 1950s cars, but yet futuristic at the same time. But then the other cars look like from the 70s, like they're all normal. Yeah. It's very, they're, they're all over the map with that fucking game. Um, so what happens is when Dennis shows up, that thing starts fucking, the lights go off and it starts screaming. You know, it starts, it goes nuts. Okay. And it doesn't chase them away, but when you go up to it and click on it, it gives you a random piece of junk that you can throw at them. So, <laughs> so that's the best part of that story. Yeah. So I hit it once and it gave me like a tobacco spittoon that you spit in. Say, I threw, I threw that at him. Throw it at him. And, and then I went back and I hit it and it gave me a chair and then it gave me a folding table. So I don't know. You that's throw amazing. Trash, so, I love it. And then he runs. Then he runs off. So that's I got. I did unlock that for um, beating the story mission, um, and yeah, <laughs> gas station simulator. Uh, I'm gonna keep playing it, but the thing is, like, I don't know where to go from here. I guess, I guess I just keep going to. You know, I guess I can I buy everything, but also I can like max out all my inventories and stuff. So I, and really, I don't have anything to do because I have like five employees, right? Mm-hmm. So they do everything. And so really, I just kind of walk around. And then when stuff's running low, I just order some stuff. And then you have to unload it. Because it's the one thing employees don't do is unload the trucks. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm, I I went from, you started that game. I went from nothing, Fred, mm-hmm. to, a, to, to the, the tycoon of a desert gas station. <laughs> With my my Dennis alarm, I'm just I'm crushing it out there. Yeah, you are. So I don't know. We'll keep playing it. Hopefully, some DLC 
comes out for it because I would like I would like uh, I would like that very much. And then, you know what I did, Fred? I went on a search for okay. a new sim game. Yeah, because I'm surprised. Um, so, can I just ask this outright? You like, can. Are, are we going to hear about the new Tokyo Neon? Oh fuck! Fortnite? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll yeah we'll talk about that at the end. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. I knew I was missing something, but uh, you know, this stuff's fresh in my head. Yeah, yeah, no. Continue on. Um, I just wanted to check. Yeah, we will. We'll do the Fortnite minute. It's like the Funko minute. People yeah. look forward to it. I think. Um, so I was scrolling because it says if you like this game, you'll like these games, and they have some fucked up sim games, man. That you you that are on like Series X or PlayStation Five that you would never okay. know would be on those. Okay, you're like like treasure treasure hunter simulator, like all crazy things. Um, you know, I it was a toss up. Right, there was a shipyard scrapper simulator or something where you get to scrap like okay. ships. In the yeah. shipyard. Oh, no, I get it, but I didn't like yeah. it. I looked at it, I read the reviews, and you don't actually break down the whole ship, it's like you take pieces off. I didn't like it. I was like, all right, they have asked it. Yeah, they didn't um, go all the way. There was pet shelter simulator, <laughs> okay, that came close on that one. Because it showed you like rescuing a cat and then hosing it off. Oh, I get that. Yeah. And then fucking feeding it and stuff and naming it. And I was like, that could be that could be some hijinks right there. Yeah, some promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, didn't go for that one though. A uh, lot of a lot of Nintendo dogs feelings coming out of that one. A lot of just playing with the animals with laser laser pointers and stuff. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I like that. I I thought I was going to be like you know neutering some dogs and shit. Like I thought <laughs> I was going to be busy. doing some. Yeah, I thought I was going to be doing like, you know, I don't know, taking some like twisty ties out of a cat's stomach. You know, something, something, you know, yeah. I wanted to do some, I guess I was thinking That's it was more like a, like a vet. But yes, yes, I was, yes. I was thinking it was more of a veterinarian simulator and mm-hmm. really it was just a shelter simulator. But uh, <clears throat> listen, animals eat weird shit and then you, they get stuck in their stomach. You know what I mean? Oh, do they? <laughs> so... Um, so I settled on one, Fred. It was on sale. It was like 14 bucks. It was on both systems. I bought it for my, my Xbox Series X. Uh, and okay. that was Brewmaster, Bear Brewing Simulator. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Um, and I played a good beginning of it. It's kind of involved, Fred. Um, who would think you would sort of maybe need to know a little bit about home brewing to play a game called bear brewing simulator. Okay. But, um, I would yeah, have guessed that, but yes, yes, there's a lot going on. You know, it's like one, I like it cause all these sim games give you a house that you can decorate. Right. You always got to give a, yeah. give it points for that. It has soothing music. Right. <laughs> um, and then it has like, you know, so the brew something, you did this beer monthly quarterly magazine. You open that up and you can read it. And there's jobs in there you can take. I love how it's and beer then, monthly quarterly. It's something like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then you get a recipe for whatever style, you know, and then mm-hmm. you buy your ingredients. It will tell you what you need. So it's not like you need, an, you know, it will walk you through everything. Obviously, because it walked me through it. It has like you pin recipes and it literally tells you step by step what to do. 
and, and basically, you know, you got to take like a pot and like literally put it in the sink and turn the faucet on and fill it with water. Okay. You know? uh, and Necessary it seems to be, for brewing. So it, I'll give yeah. it to him. And you have like <laughs> a time meter that you can speed time up because, you know, you're filling up a giant thing of water. True. Take a while so you can speed mm-hmm. it up. And then you, know, you heat that up on the stove and then you got to grab your um, – your malts and stuff and your different bags of this that you hang over the edge. And then you guys actually have to bring it up to the right boil, you know? Um, yeah. This sounds similar to hearing my buddies talk about when they started brewing yeah. IPAs yeah. and shit out of their backyards. Yeah. Then you have to take like this fermenting tub and then transfer it to that. And then you store it and you have a calendar and you can like make days pass by. And then you siphon it to this other thing. And then you put in your sugar and your yeasts and stuff. And then you have okay. to let it sit for vanilla. And then you bring it to your tasting room. And then it grades it. And it grades everything. It, it shows you how dark it is, how light it is, the, the, the all the flavors, the percentages, uh, all the shit. And... Um, yeah, eventually you can enter enter them into contests, and you know you do your things, and and you know you you upgrade. You earn money to buy furniture for your place, and then you get more complex um, <clears throat> recipes. And then if you know what you're doing, you can just make your own. Like there's a there's a mode where right. you can just make your own recipe. Um, so I did make my very first beer, Fred, was an homage to you. Okay. okay. Let me. I have them right here. There you go. I have them right here. Hold on. I put them where I could find them. Tree's new brew is called the Bitch. <laughs> no. How dare you, Fred? I would never, never be like that. Um. I know. So let me. <clears throat> and then when you actually um. Like, do the tasting and stuff, right? Um, hold on. I'm sending this. You can make the label. You can pick the glass nice. you want to pour it in. You can pick, like, the bottle. You can pick... And then they have a crude label editing, editing thing. You can't make pictures. They have, like, set pictures and set labels. But then you can move stuff around and change fonts. It's kind of like and, um, Rock Band, where they would let you make a logo, but it was from a pre Yeah, you're pasting things in of, there. Yeah. Um, you can make the shiny like you know, foil label and how shiny it is. and It's actually very um, not intuitive. Mm-hmm. The buttons on this game are very, um, very odd. Like, okay. the opposite buttons to do stuff that you're used to... Like almost button. like it was created like, for a PC, for a, PC <laughs> a mouse and keyboard. Why is the X button enter not A? You fuckers, I keep Makes hitting me the wrong wonder, button. Though I wonder if you can use. I bet you can use a mm-hmm. keyboard and mouse. So when you're moving on the screen, right, like menus and stuff, mm-hmm. you're moving a circle pointer. Interest. Not click, you know what I'm saying? Right, so yeah. it's like you're moving around a little virtual mouse thing anyways and clicking on stuff. So here was a... Uh, look at that beautiful bear. That's... Ooh. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love the name. There you go. 
it's a it's a Fred Bull Pale Ale. <laughs> Is that a Red Bull? We got Fred Bull. That looks perfect. Does it look nice? <clears throat> nice four point two. Looks like it's got a good amber body. It's American I Pale Ale. Beer. Yeah. Do you like American Pale Ales? I do. And uh, so, and then I made a a stout that was pretty good. Uh, and then I made another one and I fucked it up and it was like, it tells you to, that like the, uh, <laughs> the flavors and stuff. And then it'll tell you the percentages and then three, like 5% of it, it just said off. Off. <laughs> so I named it skunk. Skunk. <laughs> skunk IPA. I'm seeing it here. Okay. So, oh no! Okay, that's no, no. The, I didn't load that. Zoom in on the Red Bull. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't take a picture of uh, the skunk, the skunk IPA. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but it made me complete the mission, so that was good. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I don't know. Again, it's a fourteen dollar game. Um, mm-hmm. From the reviews, people really love it, especially people that homebrew. Oh, one think it's fun. sec. All right, sorry about that. You probably heard a jump real quick. My daughter had to come in and ask me some questions, so I had to pause the recording on trees. Anyway, back to, we were talking about Beer Brewing Simulator, and you were talking Brewmaster. about- Brewmaster. We had just, yeah, sorry, Brewmaster. We That's had right. just uh, wrapped up talking about your skunk beer, but that wasn't the yeah. topic right when we- I don't remember, but, but you I were think- dealing with stouts. I think, no, I think I was saying that uh, I don't know much about beer brewing, Oh, but okay. the beer community seems to like the game because I was reading like Steam reviews. Oh, and, that's uh, good. Everybody seems to like it. And uh, here's another picture for you, Fred. This shows you. This is just Ooh, one of four. I like the way they present. Everything looks like. They do. It, it does. I had nice. one of those beer apps that like I've never had it, yes. but my buddy Josh has one, and he goes mm-hmm. nuts over all this stuff. And there's stuff like color bitterness. You right. were talking about the color and stuff, yeah. OGFG, I don't even know what that is. No. So, and this is one of four pages of like, Jesus. it does a graph. It does like a pie thing with the, yeah. See right there where it says standard flavors. And then the mm-hmm. very last thing says off 0.7. I do see that. I imagine that means like off flavored. I don't know. But either way, it got uh, mm. Like yeah. maybe it doesn't fit in one of these categories. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, that's brew, brewmaster, brewmaster, beer, beer brewing simulator, 14 bucks on sale. I think it's only like 17 bucks or something silly when it's full price. It's not crazy. But if you want to brew some beer at home, I kept playing it. It's one of those weird ones where you stop playing it and you're like, oh my God. Like, like again, it doesn't look bad. It's just awkward. It's an awkward game to get used to the controls like what it's trying to do uh-huh. and uh and then but like i you know and i'm following a checklist right it's like grab the sugar and then you got to pour it and it's like only pour this amount and you got to slowly like, hit the button they keep pouring it because you just dump it all in right and yeah. then it's like oh okay now go in the freezer and you got to get this certain amount of this this type of yeast or whatever and you got to hang it in the over the pot and then you get but something like keeps you doing it right well there's like this checklist thing yeah with your interest in stuff like this it's just like you're to me you're always trying to just say well is there like maybe not necessarily a skill to learn 
But is there a way I can, right? Like, if you don't mm. learn the skill, to simulate learning the skill, right? Like, <laughs> right. Like at this point, you're ready for the apocalypse, in my opinion. I can change some breaks, I think. Yeah. If I had, well, to. I've changed enough virtual breaks in the last and two years. And I'm watching enough apocalyptic shit, right? Like, I will. That, yeah. The um so. The, the Fred Bull Pale Ale, mm-hmm. when you make your own, you actually have, like, they you keep, like, the barrel. Mm-hmm. And so the barrel is in my – you have, like, a beer room with all these spots to put barrels to right. save your own creations. Like, when you do a job, those disappear, right, because you, like, send them off to complete the job. But when you just make your own, mm-hmm. you can keep them in this place. And then they give you, like – the a bottle for display. So I have a shelf with with Fred Bull uh, Pale Ale That's and Skunk amazing. IPA on the shelf. So it's those kind of things that make me play. When you know I feel I mean? like, like it's only a matter of time before they make it so that you can turn your virtual into reality because they have all the pieces they need to yeah. actually brew your shit. <clears throat> well, there's and then there's spots on the menu. There's like um. Things that you can't, you haven't unlocked yet. And there's like spots for breweries. So at some point, you upgrade from your kitchen and actually get like a brewery. Or you run mm-hmm. a brewery or you whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's that kind of shit where I'm like, oh, I got to <clears> do that. Like I got to get to that point. I need Fred Bull Pale Ale on the side of a giant fucking silo. I you know couldn't agree more. I Yes, I need some. I need some right now. It stunk because they had all animal logos, but they didn't have a bull. They're like a goat and a rabbit. <laughs> and I wanted a bull. So there's no bull, so you just got the keg, standard keg picture. Mm-hmm. But it's a nice it's a nice label. If you see it in the game on the shelf and you walk around, it's 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 metallic. You know what I'm saying? It has that shine. Mm-hmm. You know, the foil, the foil shine label. So uh yeah. Um and that's that's Brewmaster. <laughs> if anybody's into that, you know, it was a toss-up. A gem to you me. Know, I, I could have been talking about washing a dog or uh, breaking down a naval ship, but we went with the bear. <laughs> you could have, but we you could have. I went this. <laughs> I went the bear, and I'm going to keep playing this because it's. Uh, I don't know, like all these weird little sim games. There's something about it that keeps me wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. So. Again, I think it's that thing where I want to do it without instruction, right? Makes sense. Like I don't, I don't want to follow a checklist. I want to make a fucking gnarly bear, right? I just want to dump shit in and not even measure. Like to me, it sounds like you want to get a concept, but then mold it to your own. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then last but not least, Fred Funko Minute. Funko Minute, Jesus Christ, Fortnite! I got too many. I'm spinning too many plates over here. I, God damn I couldn't it. help it. Like I was like, I'm gonna I let am, him figure this out. No, I'm I'm juggling too much. My bread, my head's spinning. This nitro uh, coffee. Uh, yeah, Guinness this does out. give you energy. Like I'm definitely it, buzzed, but I'm it, I'm not like falling asleep. No, like I was last you, week. I'm. It makes you talk too fast. Yeah, That's what it does. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Like it. Fortnite Minute. So this week was the start of Chapter 4, Season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I acquired the full battle pass before this ended. Before it started, I should say, before season okay. one ended. Uh, so I got all my gold guys that I'll never use. But So I, I hit level 200. Uh, my son in, rounded it out at 222, I think, or 226 mm-hmm. uh, when this started over. <clears throat> the new season's called Mega, named after the city. They dropped a whole city in, you know, in the middle of the map named Mega City. Uh, it is Tokyo Drift themed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, very, I think I'm going to have to get back in for this alone. Um, I sent you the teaser trailer, which was the most I badass this little to my teaser family, trailer. And my wife and daughter immediately wanted to. My <laughs> wife wanted to watch me play. My daughter wanted to play. Yeah, the style and the music of that teaser. Uh, listen, for a game that's been around as long as it's been, it's pretty good. Yeah. It is like they got people knowing they know. how to push buttons over there. So, because yeah. I am a grown man, middle aged man, and watched that trailer and felt like I was twenty again. I was like, <laughs> "That's some cool shit, man." That is like finger on the pulse type shit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they released a full trailer, obviously showing all the characters, and you know they for the battle pass they have all their own original characters and stuff. Um, but then they have their guest character, and uh, Aaron from uh, Attack on Titan. I don't watch Attack on Titan, but I know what mm. it is, obviously. Yeah. And this is one of the main characters, and he has a little hip hip ropes, little hip grappling hook ropes or whatever okay. that they use in the cartoon. You never watched Attack on Titan? Uh, no, but I actually won the video game adaptation of oh, okay. the first one. From okay. um, Los's show, and mm-hmm. uh, and played through that. So I, I I think I'm familiar with the character you're referring to. I don't like the cartoon. I I went to watch. I found it too um, disturbing. For me. First of all, it's an anime. Anime. Um, yeah, sorry. But no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. But yes, that, yes. Cartoon. What for was adults. disturbing? The big naked people, or yeah, the big naked people, and uh-huh. like how they just ate people and shit. Yeah. I just it, yep. it freaked me to They're fuck not out. Fucking around so, in that game, yeah. And um, so the characters have these like big things on their hips, and uh, they shoot like they these do. like yes. ropes out, yes. these cables out, and they can like zip around. So that's the new mobility, or will be. I'm assuming. A mobility item when well, he's that's released. That's in the he's game. Like a, in the video game, yeah, that's how you yeah. move around. So he's like a mid-season draw. He's like Geralt from last season. Okay. You know? Yeah, he'll he's show like, up in the middle. Yes. Um. So, yeah, they did. You know, the new season side. They had a trailer where it was kind of a cool trailer where all the city, the city was kind of dropping in from the because at the end of season one, you were opening a portal, a portal. And then the last week you were playing, um, there was a big, like, rip in the sky. Mm-hmm. So you knew shit was happening. There was, like, a beam of light going up from the portal that you opened and uh, the gate, and it was making a big... So you knew something was coming through there, and it turns out it's a city. So it's a whole section of the map. Um, what would that be? The s- southeast southeast part of the map? Uh, okay. Kind of yeah. carved out a whole new piece. In, like the uh, lower right side, yeah. Yeah, and so there's a whole section of like, it's all sort of Asian themed. So it's like, there's like sort of feudal Japan looking buildings. There's whole section with like the cherry blossom trees everywhere. And then right in the middle is Mega City, which is like this crazy neon 
with big hologram fucking figures and really cool. It has these like glowing grind rails everywhere that you can zip around on. Um, they added motorcycle, like they had dirt bikes in the last uh, season. These are like uh, speed bikes, you know, like street bikes. Oh, okay. But yeah. they're very, they got some Tron elements to them. Like the wheels have like neon on them and stuff. The cars are all tricked out like Tokyo Drift, so they have like neon on the bottom and all types of stuff going on. Um, I like the guns. I love the guns this season. They they got rid of that fucking hammer. Um, Good. They added a gold pump shotgun. They added a regular a silenced assault rifle, which I like. They kept my pistol and my twin uh, SMGs. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, added. They brought back the Cobra DMR, so that is like I like that. Yes, it's kind yeah. of like a mid-range. It's yes, not quite a sniper you, rifle, but it. Yes, you treat it similarly. Yeah, and it shoots very fast. Um, and then they have the um, real sniper rifle the, with the big tip on the end. It like it's powerful. It's like one boom shot. Um, and they seem to be dropping purple and blue everywhere like you just find blue ones like laying on the ground i don't know if that's because nice. it's new and they're just like fuck it for now like, are people getting go. killed and dropping them no like they're there when you just drop down like you huh. just find a blue dmr you're like sweet um and then they have my son's favorite my son likes the gimmicky shit right so they have the samurai swords uh-huh. everywhere um and just like the hammer or the lightsabers, they're, they're OP, you know? They are like, they slash, like you can just keep slashing and it's very tough to avoid that. And then the other trigger, the one where you normally aim down sights or whatever, mm-hmm. you hit that and they sort of like do from like the last season, like, you know, the fireball in a way, they sort of, you kind of float in there and you wind up and you just like zip forward and destroy like everything. You know? Yes, so, yes, 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 yes. So it's like, uh, so my son, of course, loves it. Like, to a team with samurai swords is rough. Oh, I can you know only I mean? imagine because that game's still a ranged weapon game. So, like, there was a team, I got killed, and there was a team with with guns, and my son killed them both with the samurai sword. He just ran through them. I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, if you're close range, you can pull it off. Yeah. But you know, it's if you start running at somebody, right? It's Indiana Jones all over again. If you're thinking of playing right now, it's a little it's a little rough in there with the good players because everybody seemed to come back for this season. I think this season got a lot of people back into it i can um, see that so if you're playing build mode which me and my son like to play because he we we build enough now that we're competent at it mm-hmm. you know uh especially my son you know he just he throws shit up there with the controller but you're back to like you see a guy and you shoot at him and he builds the fucking statue of liberty in front of you in like less than two seconds you know what I mean? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Here's what we're doing here. You know what I mean? And uh, 
So there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of the, the, the masters are in there for a little bit. But, I mean, we held our own. We, we haven't won yet this season. Um, okay. Even though it just started. It's very <laughs> new in the season. So it's only yes. a few days old. Uh, you know, we're like level 15 or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but we came in third. I think we came in third today we were playing. So I'll take that. Yeah. You know? Um, Hell yeah. And so, yeah, it's a very cool. My son is very excited because in the season, the battle pass down the road is um, these lizards with biker yes. jackets on. My my daughter was asking about this. She goes, have you unlocked the lizard men yet? And I was like, I haven't even booted this game yet. No. They're like lizard dudes. And uh, yeah, they're wearing just like Rough Rider jackets. Yes. Fucking gold that. chains. And uh and then the second I'm one, sorry. his skin. I'm sorry. I know some people might think this is offensive, but I mean this out of love. But it literally looks like an Italian mafia, like circa, like back in my Chicago yeah, that, days. But as lizards. Yeah. yeah, that crossed with like Russian mafia. You know sure, I mean? sure. You know, someone's off. Mine was Western European. A, yours was Eastern yeah, European. But it is the same go. concept. That's right. Someone's loading something in a truck and banging it on the <laughs> yes, side. Yes, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's all set, <laughs> boys. Um, <laughs> then one of the skins of the lizards is like a sushi guy. Like he's wearing like a sushi jacket. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And then I think in one of the extra battle passes, he's wearing like this sweet like yellow motorcycle jumper or whatever. I don't know. My son wants those lizards really bad. I can't blame him. But... I don't know, man. That's it. That's Fortnite. Fortnite minute, and uh, that new, the new, the new season seems is pretty sweet, man. It's pretty fun, and it's great because the city's so neon and lit up and bright mm-hmm. that it's like Vegas when you jump out of the fucking bus. Like the whole map's dark, and it's like you know sometimes it's nighttime when you jump out mm-hmm. the bus. Like it, it, the day changes when it's like night. It is like obnoxiously glowing. Like blue and white, like it's, it's a beacon. That city, it's pretty good. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. And now of uh, Trees' review hashtag pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Chapter four, season two. I think good. I might need to get back into it. Um, recently, Chase reached out to me and he goes, "Hey, just in case you're looking for him, Venom's available." And I was like, "Oh, I got Venom, but." He's all, yeah, he's a, they yeah. put those Marvel guys in there every other fucking week. I have Spider-Gwen, Spider-Man, and Venom. I need no other. I never unlocked Geralt, unfortunately. Did unlock the I get all guy, the, but. I get all the stupid looking characters. This is one I buy. I buy the guy that's made out of, like, junk and he has a balloon head. <laughs> I think that's I know funny. The guy you're talking. His name's Airhead. And then I bought one guy the other day. Uh, he's wearing a cardboard <laughs> box. Oh, his name's Boxer, and he's just wearing <laughs> like a plain cardboard box over his head. Like you know, it's like it looks like a little kid made armor out of cardboard boxes. And I then, was laugh coughing, but that's great. Yeah, and then all his guns are like cardboard. So I like that. I like stuff like that. People have all skulls and the most badass thing they can have. Right. And then I have like a guy with a cardboard box on his head. Yeah, but that hurts so much more when you kill them. You know it does too. I guess it does. Yeah, but it's funny, you know. But that's right. uh, we're talking too much, man. Nah, not at all. 
Because I don't think I have quite as much. So first thing, though, you mentioned it earlier about that 3DS cart. Um, I soft modded my 3DS. So I'd already soft modded my Wii U. But I had to do the 3DS because... So this is coming out on February... Sorry, March 17th. And 10 days from now, on March 27th, the eShop goes down for Wii U and 3DS. Hmm. That's right. You will no longer be able to purchase. And I forget if you'll be able to download. I think you will not be able to download. I think they've actually okay. shut down purchases a while ago. I think this just hmm. shuts down the shop proper. Okay. So in retaliation, I guess that's the way I'd phrase it. Maybe people would be upset to hear me say that. Um, you mod your systems so that you don't mm -hmm. have to worry about that. So I did my Wii U a long time ago, and then I did the arduous process of putting the USB drive into my Wii U, doing inserting all my discs, backing up my games. I definitely want to back up the important ones. Um, I paid 60 bucks for um, a game I never touched, <laughs> so I don't even know if it's any good, which was Fatal Frame 5. I think it was oh, called yeah. like Maiden of the Black Mask or something. So I backed that up. Um, and then from a disc-based standpoint, I have the rarest of all the Wii U games, which is the U.S. copy of The Devil's Third which I bought off okay. of Gamefly for 20 bucks and is now like 300. Nice. Um, I will not be selling it because that game is fucking amazing. And it is the, it is the ultimate, like the pinnacle of B tier 360 games. And if you remember that game was originally going to be a 360 game and got transported to the Wii U when Igarashi um, left team ninja and formed mm -hmm. Valhalla games. <laughs> Ooh. So, um, yeah, so I keep that, but I backed up all the other stuff too. Like I got Mario Kart with all the DLC packs. I want to back all that up. And so what happens is when you soft mod, you get the ability to now transfer these things on and off of your hard drive and they work. Oh, okay. So that's the big thing. Yes. You can also find pirated copies of games and install them and stuff like that, but I don't know about you, Trees, but Arkham City's Black Armor Edition on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. I think no, I could live my life without it. I think I'll be okay. I think yeah. things will be okay. Um, most of what I own are digital or physical copies of games that are really nowhere else. And that's what I'm most important what's most important to me. Same is true of the 3DS. So I soft modded my 3DS. Um, it's not too hard, although I hadn't updated my system in a long time, so I was on version 13.0.0, which I think the newer version on the newest firmware takes longer. You have to do a lot of like spoofing and stuff like that. Mine was real easy. I just copied a couple of files <clears throat> onto my SD card that I already had games installed to. I went to the web browser, went to a website, and one of the files I put on the SD card, which wasn't my system specific, which a lot of the other new methods are my system specific. Um, but yeah, I just I just put a file on there and it basically bypassed the online check, went to a website, it hacked the system for me, and then um, 
installed a bunch of stuff that allowed me to access the backend stuff. So one of the big things that's a headache on the 3DS, you've probably not played much 3DS from what I can tell. Mm. One of the big headaches is you can't like go and save, move your save games off of it. And it Mm. saves your save games to the SD card most of the time. So if your SD card corrupts, which they're often liable to do over long periods of time, you just lose your save, which sucks. So this gives you the ability to transfer saves. It gives you the ability to, you know, run, obviously, pirated software, but it also gives you the ability to put the carts in your console and back them up. So I just did that, soft modded them, put the cart in, backed it up. Takes a while. Takes about 20 minutes a cart, so backed up all my stuff. So when these stores close, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, your 3DS still works. Yes. You just can't get new, you can't just, you just can't download shit or re-download shit, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, but say you bought a game, like a cartridge-based 3DS game mm-hmm. and stuck it in there. Mm-hmm. Will it? Yep. It'll will work those like games, Okay. So those games won't lock up because they need an update or something and they can't get them. No, because the they won't be able to check that they need an update. Need, you got, yeah, you're right. Gotcha. It'll be a so. different version. You can't download the updates and stuff like that. But and you never know. I'm wondering how that works. Um, one thing I will say is Nintendo is fine with people freely distributing the updates, which makes sense. What good is an update if you can't, if you don't have the game? Mm-hmm. So to me, right. uh, Sony's actually done this still. Sony is perfectly fine with the handful of community websites. I don't know if you know this, Trees, but there are a bunch of community websites out there that have PlayStation 3, Vita, and PSP updates. Nothing else. It doesn't have pirated games, does not have DLC. It's just the update files. Yes. Hmm. And Sony has said they're not going to pursue these websites and shut them down. They think these things are great. Like, and what you can do on these websites is you just download the updates. I'm pretty sure they don't even care whether it's signed or not. Like, meaning it doesn't have to be official. You can just download these updates and install them. Because until you have the actual game in your system, it's of no use to you. You know what I mean? Right. So I know they exist for Xbox as well. Xbox is a little harder. I do not think an Xbox... We'll let you just download an update and install it. But I have heard, and I can't test it myself because, well, I guess I could test it myself, but I've never tried. Um, I have modded one of my PS3s, my slim model. Um, but yeah, yeah. From what I've heard, like they don't care if you download an update file and put it on a USB drive and install it on your system. It's the same as a firmware, right? They don't care if you put a firmware on your system or on your USB drive and try to install it on the system. Now, it will check if it's an earlier firmware. We call it like, what is it called? Like rolling back the firmware. It won't let you do that. But if you have firmware 1.5 and you try to install 1.6, it'll sure, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's fine. So anyway, so I soft modded that and backed up all my games. I have most of the games you would want on a 3DS, like the Theater Rhythm games, Got Luigi's Mansion 2, Mario Land, Mario 3D Land, Samus Returns. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I've got probably like 20 games 
Took okay. me a night to do it, but it was fine. I was playing video games and backing them up. You know what I mean? Once I'd soft modded it, the system looks and acts the same as any other system. You know what I mean? Right. You can actually get onto the Nintendo store right now. You can download stuff. So one of the things I did was I did update to the newest firmware to get online. Once you've soft modded your system, you can update to any firmware you want. It doesn't kill the exploit. So I updated to the newest firmware, got online, and actually downloaded a game I owned that I wanted to keep, which was, um, <laughs> you'll laugh, Street Fighter IV, the 3D edition. Do you remember I, that I game? I have that. That's it's, on my 3DS. It's fucking huge. It's not expensive, mm. but it's huge. And right now, I should point that out also while we're talking for people who want to legitimately get the games, the problem is you can't buy games anymore. But if you have credit on your account, um, there's a fire sale going on right now. Like every Capcom game on the 3DS is right. three bucks. But I had bought I, I had bought um, Street Fighter a while ago. I forget. Too. I bought it on one of their sales. Like obviously when I was still using my 3DS. Exactly. So yeah, my son plays it. You know, still like it was in my back seat. Uh, you know, within the last year. Yep. And he was playing it. So I went and downloaded it, it so that I could, you know, back it up. <clears throat> it's all dumbed down with just button presses for all the specials. So my mm-hmm. son just wails on it, you know. You don't have to do it that way, though. You can do it but the he, hard You can hard do it the whole way, but, but, yeah. but he just taps on the screen. And if you've and ever played that first-person version of it, have you played that yet? No. no. That's a thing. Play that first Doesn't person. Does it sound great? But yeah, it's it's not. But... um. But yeah, and then again, later in time, if I find out there was like a Bratz party edition or something that I wanted to play, I will resort to piracy because there is no way I can play it otherwise. But I think the 24 games of which I've probably only, and 24 physical games, mm-hmm. and actually it's probably 20. It's probably roughly 20. Um, the 20 physical games and roughly... 10 digital games, most of which are not full games like Street Fighter, most of which are like Crimson Shroud, like that dungeon crawler game and stuff like that. Um, I've just, you know, downloaded them and backed them up. But again, I can get them by nefarious means if I need to. Um, Mm -hmm. I always feel like, like even since back in the Wii days, I've always felt like anywhere where they allow you to download Nintendo games... There's sure to be a bunch of viruses and nasty shit. So I've just never had to resort to it. There's just never been like a Wii game or a Wii U game or a 3DS game or a DS game that I've wanted to play so bad that I've resorted to piracy. But I'm sure like, you know, we're getting pretty late in the Wii's world. Like if I didn't happen to have purchased and downloaded all those Rebirth games like Castlevania Rebirth, Contra Rebirth... And um, Gradius Rebirth, like those games do not exist anywhere else. And you mm-hmm. cannot buy or download them anymore. Like if I don't have my backup, I'm going to have to go find pirated versions. Right. I mean, I just want to say this might be your last chance to get Pocket Jockey uh, before you can't get I it I can't. I, is it free? Um. No. Okay, I'm going to go check Oh, you can't this. put money, right? You I'm going to go check this anymore, next so. game, though. Or next, right. uh, this okay. week, and report next week. Um, 
I think I bought it. I just didn't play it. I, I seem to remember buying and downloading you, it. You downloaded it, but you never played it, yeah. Yeah, so if that's the case, I can still download it, right? That shop's still available. So let me see if I can do that and back it up. <laughs> because that's probably... I should try. And apparently it's super popular now on... Where is it now? It's either on Switch or on or on like Android phones, and it's like super popular. <laughs> I remember seeing wonderful. that recently. Like they made a newer version of it. Oh, but, I like that. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Next up, talked a little too long on that, but it's it's just a reminder to people. Yeah. Both your Wii U and your 3DS are easy to soft mod. They're pretty fool fool free. You know what I mean. And right. um, they're easy to do. The guides are really easy to do. They don't care what firmware you're on anymore. And I think they're really worth it. There was also recently discovered a NAND, which is like the firmware flash memory for your console problem hmm. with um, Samsung's NAND hardware in Wii U's. It's affecting random Wii U's and it just renders your system inoperable. I've soft modded mine and backed up my NAND. So if it happens to mine, I can just use the backend um, NAND loader and reload my NAND in there. And even if I have a Samsung, which my system seems to be unaffected at this point, but assuming it happened, I could use that and restore my system back to working condition. So like there are some practical reasons, but again, it's weird. Like I've always done this to like, you know, I did it to a 360, I did it to a PS3 just in case, but I've never mm -hmm. had to actually utilize it other than backing up my stuff. But Nintendo, like with the Wii and stuff like that, like, yeah, they will let this shit just like disappear forever. And I have a big problem with that. So like, I have no problem hacking my Wii, my Wii U, my 3DS. Like, yeah, it, it breeds piracy, but you can fix that by just, keeping up with this shit and i don't fault nintendo but if you're gonna shut down these shops i'm gonna use nefarious means to protect my shit i spent money on i spent over a thousand dollars on the virtual console fuck you if you decide to shut it down <laughs> and i have trees like a terabyte of virtual console games or something like i forgot what it was it took forever to once i had hacked my wii my wii to transfer those games over to an SD card, back them up onto a USB drive. And then what you had to do is you had to do them pieces at a time, right? So I would like install like 20 games at a time, move them to the SD card. That took like an afternoon. Then move them, you know, to my hard drive and then delete them and then go back to the store before the store closed, download them all. And I had to download like literally like 200 something games. It took forever. It's painstaking. Mm. But mm. now who's laughing? Because I can like I can access those anytime I want. And I know mm. other people have pirated them, but fuck you. Like I did it the legit way. So like <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'm try hard. I get it. Um, all right. So moving on. Uh let's see here. Let's go into Resident Evil 4. Wow. Is this the so, demo? Both. Or is it out? This is both. This is not the remake, but I will be talking about the remake. Oh, okay. So Resident Evil 4. 
I've been continuing to play through the main game. I am on chapter 4-1 now. Still enjoying it. That fucking game, though. I forgot how tense that game gets. They do a good job of just, like, throwing you into some fucked up scenarios. That game is... mm. I also find it very surprising how hard that game feels at the beginning of the game and how much easier it gets as you play through that game. Like, to me, there's a lot of challenges, but that game just seems to get easier the further you get into it. But... But they've also released the demo trees. There was a Capcom press event, which did you hear that that Exo Primal, that crazy like, yeah, that it's it's a crazy like third person shooter where dinosaurs just drop into areas and it's like a PVP. Oh yes, they announced that's day one game pass in July. Oh wow, you and I are going to have to play that because. I played that when it did its closed beta. And while the game looked awesome and it was fun shooting dinosaurs, I did not care for that game. And if anyone's going to make me enjoy that game, it's going to be being on a team with you and playing it. Yeah. So we should do that when it comes out. But yeah. Um, But yeah, they also announced that Resident Evil 4, the chainsaw demo, is now available on all platforms. Xbox, PC, PlayStation. Xbox Series X and S. And PlayStation 5, I should point out. It is not. Uh, Maybe it's on PS4. I forgot. Wasn't that one of those weird things where Capcom just came out and said, look, there's no reason to port it to Xbox One because Japan doesn't touch it. But we'll port it to PS4. I think that's the case. I have no idea. I don't remember. But I downloaded the Xbox version of the demo because that's where I play all my Resident Evil games and played that demo. Okay. If you're interested in Resident Evil 4... The remake, you should yeah. play that demo. Pretty good? It is very good. It is extremely good. First of all, especially with me playing Resident Evil 4 for direct contrast. Right. Holy shit. Leon feels like a human being. Instead of <laughs> my daughter and wife today were fucking cracking up watching me wrap up a chapter in Resident Evil 4 because they watch how you like run forward and then you do the 180 degrees turn and then you just kind of yes. like slight tweak it to get to the angle you want. And they're like, what are you doing? You're, you're run again? Yeah. The Resident Evil 4 new one, it's not like that. You have full versatility. You can right. aim and walk. You can aim and shoot. You can do all the moves you used to do. They've even added like the crouch sneak, clicking in the left stick runs. It's all the controls you remember and love from all your games you've been playing lately, mm-hmm. not the old game. Right. I mean, I would fully expect that. You right. know what I mean? But what the so. chainsaw demo proves is that they found a way to make that. It's the exact same demo we played back in the day. Before it came out. Do you remember before the GameCube version came out? They released in like game magazines no. and stuff. That village demo. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. Really. So they, they released a village demo where you just get into the... It would jump you past all the story points. And jump you right into the village. Where they're burning one of your cop friends. You know, and you have to survive for a couple minutes. And then out of the blue. Out comes the chainsaw guy. And he chases you around with all the other right. people. And you had to just survive for a couple minutes. Then the church bell rings. And they all go back in? Yes. This is that exact demo, only 
for modern times. Amped up. <laughs> and I have to tell you, fucking mad kudos to them. They do the exact same thing, and it is... Leon is so, so much more versatile, and it is just as much as tense and scary. And you bet your ass I got sodden fucking half the first time I played it. Yeah, I remember the GameCube version when you first played it. It's pretty impressive how that dude chases you around mm-hmm. and goes through walls. <laughs> like they find you, you know, it's on purpose they find yes. you, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty good. And I won't lie, <laughs> like, there's a lot more people in this village than there was oh, in the Resident Evil 4 original game. Yeah, like, there is a that. scene, Trees, I, I have to spoil this because... Right, it's just a demo, but like there is a great scene where you find this this window, right? There's this like locked cabin and there's only one space you can get into it and there's this window. And of course they have the prompt to like jump through the window, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't even think this building could be entered in the original game. In fact, I'm almost certain of it. But you jump in there and you get some good shit. You get like a... I think you get an herb and a hand grenade and something else. And then there's just a door, right? You could jump back out the window, but there's also a door that goes deeper into the the cabin. And you're like, yo, I'm going to go in there. So you open the cabin door. And what happens is the, the front door of that cabin used to be locked and it immediately unlocks. And when you walk in, there's like a table of like five people sitting down to dinner and they all stand up and start coming at you with weapons. Hilarious. And then fucking right afterwards, like on cue, boom, in kicks in the chainsaw guy and you are officially fucked. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so good. It's so good. And they also, you can tell they learned from their mistakes with the Resident Evil 8 demo. I don't know if you remember this, but with Resident Evil Village, sorry, Resident Evil 8 Village, they would only let you play the demo once and then you couldn't play it again. Do you remember this? I never played the I skipped Village 100%. People bitched about it because you could play the, the demo for 30 minutes and then you could only play it like once and then it would go away. Like, you wouldn't let you play it. So what's funny is when you boot this up, it's like, oh, play this demo as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Awesome. But, so yeah. Um, takes you, It took me about 20 minutes to beat the demo. That's and not that's not the counting. It, I spent about an hour playing because the first time it took me about 25 minutes and I got sawed in half. But I did make it I mean, to the end. It's maybe in... Any other part, mm-hmm. 20 minutes wouldn't be enough, but 20 minutes in that first opening town's plenty to oh, let it's you great. know it's if it's yes. good or not, you know? Yes, it will. This demo does exactly what it. I think its goal is, which is to tell you, you need to buy this game if you're interested in this. Did it, um, did it end immediately or did you get to meet the shopkeep guy with the trench coat or anything? You did not get to meet the shopkeep guy with the trench coat. That um, would have been no. a way to end that demo, wouldn't it? No, there is there is a, uh, you know when, when the bell rings and everybody leaves mm-hmm. and then Leon's standing in the middle of town and he goes, where'd everybody go? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, there's an additional couple of lines that are really amusing um, mm-hmm. that wrap it up. Um, but, but yeah, otherwise that's the end of the demo. Okay. But it was very good. I'm very much looking forward to it. 
Trees, I usually play these on Xbox, and this did let you pick your different choices. I played in the performance mode, which was 60 frames a second, and it ran great. Um, there was a ray tracing quality mode that was 30 frames a second. Did not play that, but it exists. And I pre-ordered, if you remember, they had for a short period of time, they let you pre-order the Steelbook by itself. Mm. And I pre-ordered that from Best Buy for 10 bucks. That's a good pre-order for you. And then I also pre-ordered the Xbox version on Xbox or from Best Buy that came with the free Steelbook. So I have two oh. Steelbooks and an Xbox version coming to me. Wow. And I've decided that right when it comes out, it comes out March 24th, I'm not going to open the Xbox version. I'm going to be a good consumer. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit on my laurels and I'm going to wait for Digital Foundry to do its analysis and tell me whether I made a good choice with the Xbox version, right? If I did not, I can walk into Best Buy, swap it for the PlayStation version, and keep my steelbook that I got in the mail. Hmm. If PC is the way to go, I will go return my Xbox version, which will require me to also return my steelbook, but then I will still have my $10 steelbook which I will hold on to until the day that the Xbox version becomes cheap enough and I can buy it to add it to my collection of all the Xbox versions in Steelbook form. Because ah. I have two, huh? three, seven, and Village in Steelbook form. Wow. Yeah, and I'm really thinking about buying five and six Steelbooks back when they were on the PS3 and yeah. 360. Because they are steelbooks and you can just put your disc in there, right? I'm thinking about it. They're not expensive either. They're very cheap. But but yeah, for now, I've got most of those, the, the Best Buy ones. And, um, and yeah, and then if the Xbox version, which I'm guessing will be the case, Xbox always had a... Actually, all, Capcom had a pretty decent showing on both Xbox and PlayStation. It's the PC versions that are hit or miss with the recent remakes. But if the um, if the Xbox version is the way to go, I'll just go return the Lone Steelbook and I'm sure someone in my area will be very pleased to see it suddenly show up in stock and pick it up mm. real fast. So. Oh yeah. So yeah. For sure. But but yeah, I've got a lot of promise with that and I'm still loving playing Resident Evil 4. I will definitely finish that game probably next week. Hmm. Uh, in wow. that same vein, not much to talk about. I probably won't even put it on our like time codes, but um, been playing Arkham Asylum. Still love that fucking that game is so fucking good. Yeah. Oh my god! I just keep putting random like couple of hours into that game, and you can just <laughs> pick it up and go. I'm still enjoying it. I'm finding random Riddler trophies. I'm playing through the yep. campaign. I just I really love that game. That game is incredible. And it made me do something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so um, Gotham Knights, the, uh, you know, the the newest one by the Not Rocksteady Studio. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It recently got a patch and it's like running great on PC, running great on Xbox, running great on PlayStation. But 
my PC is strong enough that if you have a strong enough PC, you want to get the PC version because it runs at 60 frames easily. And the other two versions, the PlayStation and Xbox versions are 30 frames. So I did go buy the PC version that was recently on a um, humble earthquake bundle where it was like the earthquake relief and it was 30 bucks. You got a bunch of games and one of those was this game. I donated to the earthquake relief, but I did not buy that bundle. Like they were, I donated in a separate circumstance and did not choose to buy that bundle. But what that did was that flooded the market like eBay with codes. So I bought a code of Gotham Knights for $15 on eBay. The guy was super nice, jumped into like the eBay chat with me and he goes, yeah, here's the code. Here's how you redeem it on Steam. Let me know if you have any problems and tell me when you've successfully redeemed it. And I was like, yeah, I got it. And he goes... All right, cool. And then he seemed kind of shady because he was like, yo, let me know if there's any other games you want. I can make you a code in no time. It's like, whoa. Okay. I think I'm good. (laughs) But that activated. I'm not I'm not playing it yet. Um, But I do love Arkham. And, you know, kind of as I've talked about in the past, I own all the Arkham games on PC. Um, The Return to Arkham collection is actually on sale on PlayStation right now, Trees. I'm not trying to get you to spend money. But if you're interested, it's five bucks. You get Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. It's not bad. Yeah. But if you're never going to go back to them, there's no reason to buy No, no, never. But they do still look really good, too. But anyway, I'm enjoying replaying it. Um, Good. Next up. Oh, we... Yeah, I want to talk about this. Let me get the time code down. Uh, Sorry. The alcohol is kicking in a little bit. I'm not like tanked, but like, anyway. Um, So we finished House of Ashes. We got through that Dark Pictures game fast. My family, uh, my family, my brother and and Julie, which is largely my family, (laughs) um, especially with Autumn being on spring break and wanting to play games upstairs. um, We've been playing through these fast. We burned through House of Ashes in two sittings. The one I talked about last week and then this one. And it was good. I got to give credit. And I don't know the lead character in it. It's some blonde girl who apparently was on the Disney Channel or something. I don't know. So the Hannah Montana fans will know her. But I guess it was good seeing her in this in this show. But um, House of Ashes goes places. It is the most batshit of those stories by a wide margin. I now see why people were like, Little Hope was okay. Well, Little Hope is like kind of Tales from the Crypt, right? Like it's it's not it's not nonfiction, but it's realistic fiction. Like it could happen. Okay. House of Ashes could not happen. No. It is a supernatural story that is fantastic. Okay. I have to say. Um it's it's no longer shorter than the others. I think we finished it in four and a half hours, right? That's about That's- how long those dark pictures ones are. I don't um, remember anymore. And but this one does something I didn't like. So while the story and acting were great, this did a couple of times where it you could lose a large number of people early on. And okay. that made me I and I did. And that made me not want to care about the game. Right? Hmm. They make up for it, I'll say. But at first blush, that rubbed me the wrong way. And what really pissed me off was that they were button prompts 
that were just like out of the blue. So one of the biggest problems, and I and Supermassive Games doesn't have this problem with the Quarry, which is their recent release. So I'm going to say maybe they learned their lesson. But with House of Ashes, one of the biggest problems is they'll go like 20 minutes where you're just making random decisions and you're not doing button prompts. And in right. previous games, they'll like foreshadow when button prompts are coming. In this one, they didn't. So out of the blue, you're just like watching a cutscene, and all of a sudden, like an X pops on the screen, and you're given like two right. seconds to press it. And when and I did, like my whole family saw me. They were like, "You pressed that in time," but the game was like, "No, you didn't." And then it killed someone <laughs> off. Oh, and that's, that's the worst too. <laughs> yeah, to go worst. like 15, 20 minutes without like a button prompt, then to just have it randomly hit and then kill someone off. There's only five people in this game that can be killed off. Like, that's not... I didn't like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I remember some of the Telltale games would be like that, too. You you think you're watching a cutscene because mm -hmm. they kind of set it up like that, and then all of a sudden it's like, you're I, supposed to be doing something, and you're like, fuck! I do remember that with the law, uh, the, the Walking Dead one. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure there's others. Because I told my family, I was like, we're about to run out of games, so we're going to have to play something else that you guys like in the same vein, and I think we're going to go back to the Telltale ones. Because I got both the Batmans, I got Wolf Among Us, I got... Um, oh, Wolf Among Us is good. Yeah, I've never played Wolf Among Us, and I've heard it's good. I started it, but I only got through like halfway through episode one, and I'm told I should really play through that. But I got yeah, both so the Batmans, I got Guardians of the Galaxy after you talked about it, I got Tales from the Borderlands... And I even have the Game of Thrones one. Mm -hmm. So, and I have Jurassic Park. I should probably play Jurassic Park at some point. <laughs> I never, I don't think, did I beat? Yeah, I must have beat that. I, I bought all those. I was so uh -huh. hyped for that on the PS3 when they put the chapters out. Yes. Oh my God. I was so hyped for that game. I have, it was still good. It was still too. I have Jurassic Park on the PS3. I think people said that was like the best platform at the time. But. But yeah, but I told them I was like, yeah, we should we should start playing through the Telltale games, so, um, which is fitting because uh, I know Game of Thrones takes place between seasons three and four, and we're rewatching Game of Thrones right now, and we're hmm. like nearing the end of season two, so yeah, I played I played through that one too. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but anyway, so with House of Ashes, the other thing I didn't like was at the end of the game. When you're really ready, almost every other game, including the ones before and after it, at the end of the game, there's a bunch of prompts, right? Like, and you are more in control. They didn't do that this time around. This time around, people live or die just based off of the previous decisions you've made previously in the game. Mm, okay. And so they killed off some people that way, and I didn't like that either. Mm. So, like I said... Story is probably the strongest of the Dark Pictures stories. Gameplay, I didn't like as much. But my family okay. was like, and th remember, they don't even have controllers in their hands. They're just watching and shouting out decisions. They loved it. So, And I, I loved it, too. I just, right, it's that gamer thing where you feel defeated because you didn't have control over this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm a control freak. But anyway, House of Ashes was really good. The last one is called The Devil in Me. And um, this is a weird quirk of Gamefly. So I returned. Oh, maybe I hadn't talked about it. I finally finished Modern Warfare 2. Um, oh, well. 
great game. I'm not going to own it for 55 bucks, right? Which is the cheapest I've ever seen it, which is what Gamefly is selling it for. But someday I hope to own it. Um, but uh, at some point they're going to release another Call of Duty and the market's going to work itself out on that one. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. but so I ordered Devil and Me and it did the thing where it was like they do what's called a quick turn where before they've received Modern Warfare, they sent me Devil and Me. But what pissed me oh. off when I went and looked it up, Devil and Me is like 40 bucks new, and it's not like available anywhere on disc, and I have all the dark pictures on disc. It's one of those weird times, right? We've talked about this, where like that's a particular series that I want on disc. Okay. Because I have them all on disc, right? Kind of like Resident Evil. And so... I want a devil in me and there's no place where it's like cheap. It's like 35 to 40 bucks. So Gamefly had it for 18.99, but at the time of this recording, they only had it like as a keep it price, right? They don't have it for sale. And so they've shipped it to me, but when I go and look at the queue, they won't let me click it to keep it yet. And hmm. I'm guessing they're waiting for to receive Call of Duty. And so here's what's pissing me off. My Gamefly membership ends in three days. So if I'm still waiting for them to receive Call of Duty, I'm not going to be able to buy The Devil in Me. And I'm going to have to... Re- that's going to piss me off. I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying that that's anything that Gamefly can control. But I think since you've shipped me the game, I should be able to pay 19 bucks and keep it. For if you want it, yeah. I do not know why they're not letting me get the keep it price. And my only guess is that they don't have a lot of copies and they don't want to sell them. So maybe nobody can do the keep it price. But when you click on it, it says extremely high availability. So I don't know. Whatever. Right. And then I'm going to finally wrap up, but I got a new game, Trees. Yeah. I talked about purchasing it, but I have finally started playing... Marvel's Midnight Suns, the Fur Axis game. I'm very interested in this. This is like, no one knew what this game was. They didn't advertise it well. And then it came out and people were like, it's a card game. I was like, what's this now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. That sounds fun. It me, is you know? kind of a card game. Okay. I would say, first and foremost, it is your, hmm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to say I don't know what to call it, but I will talk about the mechanics here and help you navigate how we go from XCOM to this. Does that make sense? Okay. So I have some comments about the game, but let's talk about the just the base game itself. I'm playing it on PC, but I've heard it runs great on Xbox and PlayStation. If you're nitpicky, it runs a little better on Xbox than PlayStation but it doesn't really matter. The other thing I want to throw out to people who are making purchase decisions, if you've hung into this episode this long, please listen in. There are three versions of this game to make it complicated. There's the right, and this is on consoles as well. There's the regular version, the enhanced version, and the legendary version. The regular version is your vanilla game, This game Mm -hmm. is long. This game is 40 to 70 hours long. So it's long. You will be just fine with the vanilla version. If you buy the plus edition or enhanced edition or whatever, that adds 
a couple of different skins for characters that are in this game, and it adds Doctor Strange as, like, maybe it's the Multiverse of Madness DLC. I don't know. It adds something Doctor Strange related. But Doctor Strange is pivotal to the plot, so I think he's in the game anyway. The Legendary Edition gives you Venom and a couple others. You can tell immediately what drew me to that. And the Mm -hmm. reason I jumped at it is, here's a perfect example of what I'm talking about, Trees. When I bought this game off of a Steam bundle, I didn't buy it by nefarious eBay means. I bought it from a legitimate Steam seller. The season pass was $45, and the season pass is normally $50 to give you the DLC. The Legendary Edition was cheaper. It was literally cheaper because it's bundled up. So you want to grab the Legendary Edition, which usually, it used to sell for 100 On console, it usually sells between 40, uh, sorry, 50 and 60 And I will say that there are disc and digital sales that are constantly happening with this game. So that just devolves the different versions. What I've been told is if you want those characters, the only way you're going to get them is through the season pass, and the season pass is where they're going to nail you. So if you're going to want those characters up front and want to play with them, like Venom for me, grab the Legendary Edition up front just so you don't have to deal with that. All right, so let's talk about the game. Mm -hmm. So think of the traditional Firaxis games with um, the grid, right? Where your characters can move around and do stuff on turns, okay? Okay. Right? Are you with me so far? Like thinking of like Mm -hmm. XCOM Enemy Unknown? Yes. Okay. Yep. So it takes that play field. That's the way I'll put it. That play field. And it is turn-based combat. You have a number of moves and then your turn's over. Where it differs is there is none of your strategy stuff. There is no hiding. There's no overwatch. There is no given abilities per character. So like Doctor Strange doesn't have a set of abilities, right? If you were playing like XCOM, you'd have like two assault guys, maybe a sniper and a shotgunner. And they could hide and do overwatch and they could run up and get into people's faces and there were dice rolls. That's all gone. So eliminate all that. It still is a play field, though. So it has things. Like, it has things you can interact with. An easy example of this is, like, early on, there are, like, rocks. And you can run over to rocks and, like, throw them at characters. <laughs> or you <laughs> see characters that have a proximity meter. You know the... They show you without... With the exception of, like, boss characters, like enemies that you fight that are like, they call them villains, like the notable villains. A perfect example of this is an enemy would be like a Hydra soldier. A villain would be Red Skull. Okay, do you do you follow me on that? The differentiation, right. okay. Yes. So a villain doesn't foreshadow who they're going to attack or how they're going to attack them. But a Hydra soldier totally does. They tell you what they're gonna do when you're making decisions. They're like, I am here. When given the opportunity, I'm going to attack Doctor Strange with this attack. So you know exactly what they're going to do. And as a result, you as Doctor Strange can move out of the way, take them out, etc. Okay? So that's the first part. The second part is you can move. You are usually... So far, I'm about three hours in. And I'll explain 
how that means very little in a moment. But in the grand scheme of the game, I've so far usually played where there are two or three people on the map. Heroes. In a given turn, you can only move one of your three heroes. And you can do it anytime you want. And as long as you are not doing any other actions... Can you hear my daughter screaming in the background? Yeah, yeah. Okay, she's really enjoying the fact that my wife is half deaf and I'm doing my podcast right now. Um, And she wears a headset. so And Mm -hmm. she's really into Rocket League lately, so you are hearing her probably Rocket Leaguing it up with her friends. But anyway. um, So... A good example of this is if you've got three heroes on the board, let's say you're moving Doctor Strange, just because I've mentioned him multiple times already. He can move anywhere on the board. And once you move him, you can move him again as much as you want. But he's the only guy for that turn that can move. And once you start doing anything else, he's done with his moving. Okay. And the only reason you want to do that is to like line things up, right? There are abilities that you'll want to line up actions with, or you can walk over to things like rocks to throw them, or you can move Strange out of the reach of the enemy that's going to attack him. That's why you'd want to do that stuff. Hmm. Um, then last but not least, there is the most important thing, which is your character actions. These are your attacks, your dodges, your heals, all that fun stuff. Those are distributed out as cards. You do not, at this point in me playing the game, build your own decks. You are just given cards. Given. Right. So, like, on my first turn, you're given... uh, Initially, you're given three cards a turn. That's just for the tutorial. Normally, you're given five cards a turn. And the cards do various things, right? Like with Tony Stark, there is an action where he can like shoot someone for five damage or with um, there's there's a bunch of different abilities. There's like knockback where you push someone backwards and you can have fun with that where you can knock back a character into like a barrel or an electrical circuit and kill them. And then there's also stun people, right? You can stun them for a turn or there's a a move that's called quick, which I really like, which is if you use this card and deal damage and it has quick, if you kill the character, you will, it, it will be as if you didn't use a, a, an action yet. So they Mm. do stuff like that. Um, you get five cards a turn, you can use any of them and then you discard all of them and then you draw five new ones for the next turn. Five new ones. Okay. Mm. Actually, I might be wrong about that. You might keep the cards and just draw up to five. I forget now. It's probably not Mm -hmm. that important. Um, You are also given the opportunity to discard and redraw new cards. Um, You start off being able to do that once a turn. You're able to do it twice a turn at this point in in my game. And then the last part is certain cards require heroic. Everything you do from like throwing a rock to casting a spell adds or reduces your heroic abilities. And then you have a running cumulative turn heroic thing. And they even have cards that are versatile where like you could use it right now, but if you wait till you're heroic of four and use four points, it is enhanced and does this ability on top of its normal ability, right? So you start to get that feel for it. So Yes, it's a card game, but so far it's not like full-blown deck building. It's a far cry from Magic, 
And it's not quite snap either, though, right? Like, it's a little more complicated than that. Hmm. But I like it. And what I will say is, first of all, graphically, it looks great. Love watching these characters come to life. And the writing is very fucking good. It is very good. Yes. Yes. Like, and they do fun jokes. Like when, when you're at the beginning of the game, you meet this old dude out in the, in the woods or out in the desert. Sorry, not the woods, the desert. And it's Johnny Blaze. Uh, not to sound like a nerd, but do you know who Johnny Blaze is when I say that? Wait, Johnny Blaze. It Johnny should Blaze. sound familiar from like does movies software, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'll just cut to the quick. Johnny Blaze yeah. is Ghost Rider. But if you've ever seen the gems that are Nick Cage's Ghost Rider movies, you may know the name as well. Otherwise, Mm. Johnny Blaze just sounds like a very common name anyway. (laughs) But you meet an old Johnny Blaze, the original Ghost Rider. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and Doctor Strange and um, Iron Man roll up on him. And Tony Stark is sitting there in the full-blown Iron Man costume, but with like the, the face opened up, right? So you can see his face. And Johnny Blaze, like, pulls a shotgun on you guys, and he's, like, talking to you because he doesn't know who you are. And he goes, and who are you? And Tony, like, looks left and looks right, and he goes, oh, wait, me? Like, seriously, you don't know who I am? And then it, like, (laughs) flashes, like, to the character profile, and it says, Tony Stark. And it says, billionaire, comma, allegedly famous. (laughs) Like, so they're having fun with that stuff, right? Like, and later on, you meet the Scarlet Witch. You meet Wanda. And um, it says like the Scarlet Witch and it goes, she's like right now, Dr. Strange's apprentice. And it says like Dr. Strange's apprentice, comma, it's complicated, right? Like, and it's because of some of the scenarios they talk about. And so they do a lot of that stuff, which I really like. And they give you the opportunity to go talk to characters in between missions, like socialize with them. And it's all just flavor stuff. Like, you don't need to do it, but it's very amusing, the writing, if you do it. Um, Right. And so I just really like the way they write that stuff. And back in the early 90s, which I think is when this was created, The Midnight Suns was not a very popular team of characters, But I do remember the Midnight Suns miniseries. It was like a five-issue miniseries. Rise of the Midnight Suns was very popular, right? So they took unpopular characters and made them popular. And it was like Ghost Rider and Blade. Believe it or not, Blade was not popular. And I want to say Morbius was part of that. Like it was a weird group of like demon hunters. Okay. And that's not this game. This game has Tony... It has a lot of overlap. It has Doctor Strange. It has Tony Stark. It has Spider-Man. It has Ghost Rider. It has Blade. It has Captain Marvel. It has um, Magic. She's in it. She's a major character in this so far. And she's badass. Right? And so... And I know Wolverine's in it, but he hasn't shown up yet. But he's on the cover, so I know he's in it. So it has more characters than this, right? It's It's having a much wider stretch in the Marvel Universe. And especially for those that know the cinematic universe, right? It's incorporating X-Men, Avengers, 
um, Spider-Man, which technically Spider-Man is, was, an, was an Avenger for a while. So like, right. So like they are stretching into characters we know and characters we don't know. Right. And I, I like that. And you do create your own character, um, which is uh, some like former demigod i'll let i'll let the game explain it but like you are your own character as well and what's interesting is between missions you can like run around in the area like 3d you know <laughs> god of war style run around you don't fight anything but you just like interact with stuff so kind of reminded me of the crypt for the new more mortal Kombat games right like I've you run that. around and unlock stuff and have conversations and stuff like that but it's just like a hub world for you to do mm. shit in before you go out on missions. Um, and I will tell you, it is story heavy and slow. Slow, mm. man. Do not start this game if you don't have like two hours for the beginning of this game. Because to get through all of the cutscenes and all of the tutorials <clears throat> and into your first mission is easily two hours. Like it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, I think I'd heard this argued, but it's not friendly of your time. Like yeah. you can save anywhere where you're in the hub world, but beyond that, like you can't skip cutscenes. I don't think you can save in the middle of missions. So you got to make sure you've got like an hour every time you play this game. Hmm. Which you think can be off-putting for people like you and me but but what were you gonna ask it's just weird that the game wasn't talked about ever yeah can you see why it wasn't like is it is it that odd of a game no and actually um i listened to triple click which is jason schreier maddie myers and kirk hamilton former okay they're big in the kotaku circles and Maddie's a big comic book nerd and Kirk is a big and he's not really actually he's pretty disenchanted by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I remember him talking shit on it and he's like culturally aware of comic books, but I wouldn't say he's a fan. And they both loved this game like hardcore heroin in the vein addicted to played Tons of hours. I think Kirk just did the the bare the bare minimum. I think he beat it in forty to fifty hours, and Maddie went the full like 70, 80 hours. But no, they were like hardcore hooked to the point that like for multiple weeks of their show, they would just be like, "And I'm still playing Midnight Suns, still loving it, but there's nothing else to say about it other than spoilers, right?" And so they just move on. But yeah, they loved it. Everyone I know who plays this game really quite loves it. I don't know. So I don't know why it didn't get popular. I don't know. Maybe I mean, maybe strategy I'll, games aren't that popular. I don't know. Cause I, I just remember, remember it got confused with me with Gotham Knights. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they both were talking and about the same time. And for a weird time. contrast, Gotham Knights... So Gotham Knights, when it came out, performed like shit on everything. Um, Midnight Suns performed pretty well. PC was the biggest problem. Mm -hmm. And, um, side note to people, you're going to want to go Google it. I think it was rock, paper, shotgun that did it, but you can Google it. 
when I first ran it on Steam, I was like, what the fuck? Because it launched the 2K launcher. So you click play on Steam only to get a new 2K launcher that launches and you quick click play on that. And the game was hitchy as fuck. And so I went real quick and looked, you know, you just, that's what you do as a PC player. You immediately Google like performance issues. And yeah, there was a major article that shows you the really easy way to change the launch properties through Steam. It takes like 30 seconds and then have it launch without launching the 2K launcher. And the game performs like 30% better immediately. And it ran great after that. But, um, But yeah, Gotham Knights performed kind of like shit. And Midnight Suns, while it had its hitches, was fine, especially on console. And yet, from what I've heard of sales figures, Marvel's Midnight Suns did not sell well at all. And 2K is desperately trying to figure out how to get people... Like, they've dropped that price pretty significantly. Like, that Legendary Edition was $99.99 out of the gate. And when it mm-hmm. goes on sale on, like, Xbox Store and PlayStation, it's like 60 like, they drop that price. And if you're really looking, especially on console, there have been sales where you can get Midnight Suns for, like, 20 bucks. Like, I think Gamefly's got it for 20 bucks used right now. Meanwhile, Gotham Knights, which only just recently... I mean, it got fixed today based off of the Digital Foundry video I saw. Apparently, it sold really well. So... Huh. That just shows me that it's really about reputation, not the game. And it also shows me that reviewers have, which I'm kind of proud of, reviewers have no influence on gamers these days. (laughs) No. (laughs) Which, good. Because I don't think the way reviewers handle reviews right now is very helpful to us anyway. So... Make your political statement somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Talk about the Ludo narrative dissonance somewhere else. Just tell me if the game's fucking fun. I don't need to know a yes. whole bunch of stuff about it. I don't need to know your chaos theory on it. I just need to know, right? It's 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 EGM circa you know nineteen ninety four. Right. Marvel's Midnight Suns is blah 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 blah. Sum up what I just said in a paragraph. And yes, it's good. You should play it. <laughs> or no, it's not. And you shouldn't. Like, mm-hmm. come on, guys. We've come too far. You're thinking about this too much. Um, but I still talk to people today like that are my non-gamer friends. You know, we talk about those people. Um, mm-hmm. I was over at a buddy's house recently. Like his big claim to fame was he found a PS5. And he was like, yeah, I bought Gotham Knights and it's kind of shit. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, it's just so weird because I loved Arkham Asylum. And I was like, oh, the company that made Arkham Asylum didn't make this. And he goes, really? But it's a Batman game. And right, you have to start remembering that people don't look into it follow. like we do, right? Yeah, they don't follow it. Yeah. Right. And so I get where that comes from. Well, because so. in the old days, it was, uh, you know, the Crash Bandicoot people made Crash Bandicoot. Right. Rocksteady fucking- should have made this game, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like, yes. yeah, all your games came from the people that made those games. And now with stuff like these properties of DC and Marvel and stuff, it's like, you know, there's so many different spinoffs. Yeah, and, but um, it's still going to break away anyway, right? Like, look at what Rocksteady is making. That Suicide mm-hmm. Squad game 
Like yeah. they've delayed it now and they're going to make something they're going to mm-hmm. work on stuff, but everybody's like it's it's a done game. Like this game was ready mm-hmm. to come out. They can't change the fact that it's a Destiny game, right? Like you're either in for that or you're not. They're not going to change that part of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm out. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. The Rock City games know better, but yeah, you're right. And I think it's going to stretch out. Like, Sony is right now in development, hoping to have someone release another Uncharted game. But yeah. it is not an Uncharted game from Naughty Dog, right? So, like, yeah, this is more and more becoming the norm, like, but yeah. It's I, like buying God of War and it's, a, and it's a, you know, RTS or something. It's like, I thought the God of War people made this God of War game. Right? Like, oh, yeah. no. This yeah. is the... Uh, Sony Montreal right. slash Singapore, <laughs> fucking Sony, and uh, yeah, it's this like Bungie team. They they made right. God of War. So, but um, I think I think part of it though might be the card based stuff. Um, there are no shortage of people who, when I'm like, oh, and I mention a card based game, they're like, yeah, I'm good. I know people who will not touch Slay the Spire. Or various mm. other games like that because it's a card-based game. And the irony, as you know, Trees, is they love things like Marvel Snap, but they really view them as, like, mobile games. Mm-hmm. And maybe that is part of the problem. I don't know. Um, the game so far seems solid, and I'm very eager to play it. Cool. It just demands more of my time at once than I'm willing to give it at a given time. But I could see myself, like, you know, probably every other night, trying to give it an hour but that does mean it's going to take quite some time for me to play it so i'll be honest unless something changes i i might not have much to say about this game you know next week so we'll see but but yeah so but yeah so far it's it's very pleasing and the story is really good i like the story good yeah so good but with that at a whopping almost three hours and 20 minutes I think it is time to call it. What do you say? I think so. All right. Well, hopefully those of you listening out there, if it's St. Paddy's Day and you celebrate, have a happy but safe St. Paddy's Day. For all you Irish people who we know don't celebrate, um, welcome to Friday. Uh (laughs) And for everybody else, uh, join us next week for episode 150. Trees and I are going to have to come up with some sort of shtick to do for episode 150, but we haven't figured that out yet. So stay tuned. We'll probably put something out on Twitter or something. God knows, but... Anyway, uh-huh. all right. Well, then, with that, I think I will say um, uh, until next week. Happy gaming. <laughs> Later. Golden sun-soaked grains, the finest hops, yeast that brings a gift of life. But the most important ingredient is passion. Good beer is art. A beautiful feeling captured in liquid amber. Now, they say you can't rush out. But in our world, well, you can do anything. You're about to take your first steps into the world of home brewing. A world packed with creativity, discovery, and if you're talented enough, opportunity. So, experiment. Have fun. Brewing is about the craft and the journey. But most of all, 
express yourself. You are the brewmaster.